mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mr. Say No More. You know I'm actually so done. This guy loves Say No More. Say No. Say No. Say No. Say No. Yeah, we you know. You know, I didn't even know what that meant. I saw bare people using that. Actually, I can't even lie. Oh, really? I urban, dic- I urban oh, dictionary, no, dictionary did. Dictionary. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. This guy's <laughs> such a private school boy, bro. What's wrong with you? I'll see it. Do you know, I'll see it. I'll see it. I'll see it. I'll see it. Why would people be saying, say no? Like, I know people be talking <laughs> things. But... I don't know why that song, she's a runner, she's a track star. I don't know why I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> she's a runner, she's a track star. She don't run away when she gets back. Oh, ah! Oh, ah! That first dance, that once the streets are open, the way people are going to be doing them TikTok dances, I actually cannot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so funny. I didn't actually think people did it in real life. Then I went to Greenwich Park. <laughs> no, stop it. No, oh, no, like... editing this pod, can you please be using this stuff? I know we haven't, I know we haven't started yet, but <laughs> no, no. What I mean is, you know, you'll be seeing certain things in the internet, but you just can't imagine like people doing it in real yeah. life. But like, I actually got to experience that for the first time. I think last Monday. Oh, um, that's it. Last Monday, in fact, this Monday, Seth. Because <laughs> I was just there chilling. I was just chilling on the grass here, and I just saw people just dancing. Seriously, <laughs> I'm a savage. I'm thinking. Do you know? I'm thinking. It's 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 like five o'clock when it's park. I don't hear any music. And then I now thought their camera was just their phone was just props like meters away. I said, "Oh, it's this. It must be this TikTok nonsense." I felt like such an uncle. That's like when I went to Southend Park. I saw one babe doing one TikTok dance, and like this is one of them ones I ain't ever seen there before. You know, you're looking at it like, mm. so, "Are you sure this is how it goes?" Bam. Bam. She looked. She looked disturbed. Anyway, it is what it is. You have your song of the week. Right, it's so funny. I mean, okay, it's just a yes or no. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. Um, He's not you can tell us the funny story once we've started because then we can include it in the thing. I'm he's laughing. At me. This is discrimination. No, nah, Emery, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, no, that's fine. Are you I don't busy? Even have work tomorrow. No, I don't even have work tomorrow. I took the day off. I'm bad. Um, <laughs> I can't lie, I took like the last. Basically every Friday, March and April, I can't come and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but why would you do people that people like you piss me off? Because why would you take a your Friday leave, off, bro? A Friday why would I... calm. No, 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 no. All right, cool. I know this is going into recording time, but I had bare days from 
the previous year. Mm. So even though I've taken all these Fridays off, I still have 22 days left to take. Exactly. I'm still sitting on 30. I think I'm still sitting on 31 now. Yeah, I've got 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think for me, I get anxiety when I don't start the week on a Monday, believe it or not. Oh, it's, I, I get just, you. I yeah. hate starting the week on a weird, on a midweek. Yeah, day. like, like I prefer. I always prefer to be there on the Monday, so at yeah. least I kind of know what's going on. I hear at you. least on the Friday, it's like, as you say, it's so chill. I almost just don't need to be there. I got you. I and got it's, you. And it's and if I need to like travel, for instance, I can then go to Houston and then travel wherever. Where are you going? This I'm is getting... this is what I was gonna say again. This guy. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice it's and it's Sharon and welcome to the 36th episode of the BTS podcast. I'm even struggling to say these numbers yeah, now, they're getting too right long. Though. I'm going to get to 102nd. <laughs> <laughs> no, after that, we ain't going to say the number no more. These nah, people have to it's guess. true, it's actually true, just welcome I to the pod. I think you can even dead the number now to it's true, dead to it be now. honest. Let's dead it now, let's dead it now, let's, oh, let's say our... Maybe when I get to 40, I said 36. when I get to 40, because that's like a, you know... Mm. Yeah, when well, I get 50, to after 50. 50k, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> when we get to 40, when we get to 40, I'll stop. I won't say 40 first because that, that doesn't even 52, sound right. After 52, because that'll be a year. Okay, no, don't worry. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that yourself. Honestly, because I was just waiting for someone else <laughs> to say because of what she's a man. She's a Tammy. Oh. oh gosh, do you know what this is? Do you know what this oh, is I- like? When I was doing, it can't be possible. <laughs> Another one of my jokes. <laughs> this anyway, place guys, is not sparkling. Oh gosh. <laughs> anyway, guys, as you can tell by the title, we have a special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hmm. Hello, sir. Silence. Hi, everyone. My name is Ire. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, I, Rah, yeah, that, you're not even honoured to be here. That's what yeah, I guess normally say, on? you know. Oh, I said, yeah, did I not say thank honest. you for having me? What, 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 because of synonym, because of a synonym, now you want, that's the whole thing. thank you for having me at the end. No, what's going on? Ira, you've featured on podcast before, what's going on? Isn't it? You're a professional guest, what's going on? I did say thank you for anyway, having Anyway, anyway, we're just joking. Chill, to, to cool, down, cool, cool, down. cool down, cool down, cool down. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Hello. welcome, Iroh. It's good to have you. Um, how was everybody's week? Beatrice, you were off for most of the week, I, so you well, might as well just tell us. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was off until Thursday. So today was actually my first day back at work since the whole Easter break. Listen, the way I had anxiety last night, yeah. Mm. I don't. I, I obviously I've always suffered from anxiety, and I've you know I've spoken about this several times. But when it comes to work and anxiety, it's nuts. And yeah, just you know that evening before starting, bro, I was shaking in my boots. I was thinking, mm-hmm. what's this? I know what that feeling. What's going on? My timbers were shivering. <laughs> no, honestly, like you I was like, nah, like sometimes. Honestly, I was so so nervous, and obviously, when the day actually came round, like there was nothing to be nervous about. But it's just the anxiety that I really hate about working in these sort of fields. But regardless, no, I I feel like I you know I've rested enough. Um, I managed to leave my house as much as I could during the time. To be honest, like most days, I was out. 
which was nice to get some fresh air, see some friends that I haven't seen in a while. And yeah, also wait, was it this weekend? It was week this weekend we did your birthday. Yes, I was gonna say yes. We are the friends. <laughs> yeah, no, we you're are the part friends. Of the friends. <laughs> you're part of the friends. Thank you. All right, we are the friends. That you're right. part of. Thank you. But yeah, also, were you were you people were you people socially okay. distancing oh, yeah. yourself? We had Jesus. We had Jesus's disciples in the middle of us. That's all I have to say, Sha. <laughs> <laughs> but now it was good to see the girls again man i was deep in, like, i don't even know when the last time we were all together like it's been a hot minute but um amsterdam probably your uh i was gonna say your whose birthday, birthday? my night. birthday oh 20 yeah age were you then oh 23 yeah it's yeah. true it's true damn yeah damn it's man but yeah that's my week how was your week, Kiray? Um, I woke up Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, and today, wondering why someone hasn't sending me a million pounds so I can leave. <laughs> I thought he was just saying he woke up. I, I was thinking we thank God. Oh no, like we, yeah, yeah, no, no. I thank God for that, but I was also like flabbergasted. You're no, not serious. <laughs> so um, now I'm playing. Work was good. Like it's just um. You know how work can be. It's like at the end of the day, you're there making money mm. for somebody else. Yeah, mm. you have to play the game. You have to smile. I remember I had a meeting today for thirty minutes. Me, I was anxious, but just more because I wanted to sleep and nap. And I'm having to smile and say, "Oh, tell me about yourself." Um, I'm thinking I want to tell you that I want to meet you. Never mind. But yeah, now nah, I'm, I'm playing. My my week was good. That's good. Tell me how. Wait, hold week? on. Sorry, wait. Sorry, one question. Um, I saw you snap the park. Was it was what park were you at? Greenwich. Oh, really? Was that? Mm. It's a really nice view. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice view. So I went with um, you know, the guys I went on holiday okay. with. Um, yeah. So we just chilled. Um. Yeah, it was fun. Really mm. nice. I need. I feel like I need to go to the parks than... in London a bit more. Like, I know it's just a park, but there seems to be a different vibe over there. And I haven't actually been like to one of the main parks during like summer, and and felt the vibe. I feel like I still need to experience that. You've never been to Hyde Park yeah. in the summer? No, I haven't. You know, not really like that. Hey, good. Ah. I haven't even. I can't even lie. No, I could. I, oh, wow. I actually get that. Like, I've been to Hyde Park maybe once or twice but it was like with one yes. person it was like it was the first time i've been to the park in a group setting mm. like that yeah. yeah definitely different vibe yeah definitely yeah. what about you tammy how's your week um my week has been okay uh my cousins came they're still here okay so kind of got a full house wait from nigeria um, no from well one of them came from nigeria like their little sister okay but the other two they live here okay cool um, so yeah, they've been here. Um, as you said, that um, we saw each other on the weekend just gone. Mm. My Easter, my Easter weekend, it just felt a bit different. I don't know. I didn't go to church. I watched church online. Mm. Um, it just felt. It didn't really feel like Easter. I didn't really do anything. The weather was. Like, the weather was nice. Mm. So I guess that was all right. But yeah, it's just been. An, I'm just happy that things are opening up on Monday, so I can go get like my toes done mm. and all that stuff so mm. i can't wait for that but i'm glad that things are starting to open up and stuff I'm, I, I got i was getting tired of this lockdown yeah i hear you about you shan uh yeah my week was 
fine. Um, what did I do? I went to the beach like twice or something. Um, because mm. obviously I live near. Don't mention that around time, you know. Don't mm. let Tammy start on you mm. guys again. Sharon does not live near anything. I do live near the beach. I live like less okay. than a fifteen-minute drive, depending on whether there's traffic or not. But yeah, about fifteen minutes max. Um, anyway, that doesn't matter. I went to the beach twice, <laughs> and um, or oh, even three, three mm. times. Mm-hmm. Hmm. no i think hmm. it was no it was twice it was twice yeah i went to beach twice um what else did i do oh i had like a little birthday dinner in my house on saturday um i can't lie lockdown birthday second lockdown birthday i had to do something i had to do something but it was so nice like it was really nice seeing the girls um hmm. and yeah we had a good time or at least i had a good time don't know about y'all <laughs> um and then what else happened again yeah it didn't feel like easter you know like I don't know that it's just I think it was the whole like just being at home and everything like normally at Easter in my church I'm sure all churches like it's a big production thing. yeah but I didn't have that yeah the kids come and do one, Trust. one performance. someone's bearing the, the same the same performance every year but just different people different points of view um but anyway yeah so it was it was strange but it was fine and yeah I had anxiety I wouldn't say anxiety but I was very like nervous going back to work on Tuesday because I don't know just recently I've just been feeling like this working life I don't know if it's for me Mm. but anyway sure we thank god I was saying today to my friend I was like let me not even complain too tough because at least I have a job we thank god but Mm. I can't lie your girl is tired Mm. Right, 100%. Like, especially in this lockdown, mm. yeah, to have a job is honestly yeah. a blessing. And there are times when I'm complaining, it's not to say I'm ungrateful, mm. but ah, yes. it's a lot. It's a lot. That is exactly it. It's, it's a not lot. even that I'm ungrateful, it's just a lot. Like, I, and you know oh what it is gosh. for me, yeah? You know how, sorry, just don't want to spend too much time on work, but you know how with work, it's like you need to always be thinking about like your advancement. Like, it's not just a case of just doing a task, like, you have to kind of go like above and beyond to be noticed. And then you have to think, okay, cool. Like, we spent a whole year in lockdown. Normally, a whole year in work can account for a lot, especially when it comes to like promotion and things like that. So it's just like, wow, like during this whole time in lockdown, I was really meant to progress so much. And then you look back and you're like, damn, I feel the, de- the exact same way I started. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. So oh, I think for me, it's that added pressure as well in terms of you have to, you're having to outperform and do well, not yes. just the basic task. But my question, I know we're not really supposed to be talking about work, but like, would you say you're a corporate babe in the sense that, like, are you trying to be MD? Like, are you actually trying mm. to impress them? Or are you just are you just there for the money? Do you know what? Yeah, for me, I think it's actually a mixture of both. I actually do like the type of work that I do. Um, and I definitely want to see it through. I'm, I'm a very, like, once I start something, I kind of like to complete it. Um and because I like what I do, I can see myself progressing. I'm not saying I'm going to be partner, but I definitely see myself progressing as f- as much as I can um, in the corporate space. But I mean, I know the long term goal is to kind of obviously not be working for someone else. Um, isn't that isn't that yeah, really and truly. I mean, I don't know. Some no, people not not really. Yeah, some, yeah, people I was gonna say. some people some people are okay with working for someone else yeah for the rest of their lives yeah, it's not. 
it provides security. Trust me. Yeah. But then some people are literally yeah. okay. Not to say that it's mediocre, but some people don't. They're okay with where they are because you know, with us, we like to strive. Mm. And, oh no, I need to go further. Some people literally, that's not their goal. Like even like you know us, we were like, oh yeah. We want to buy a house, not just a house. We want to buy several. Mm. Some people are okay with just renting out mm. their yep. house for the mm. rest of their life. Mm. Like, I don't do think there's anything wrong about... with that either. Even though there's nothing no, wrong there's with nothing it, wrong. but I literally, I cannot imagine it. I'm not so weird, but I literally cannot imagine Yeah, it. but I feel like that's our conditioning. And also... I it's think the... it's because we've... Not in the real way, but I feel like it's because we're in, we're conditioned by the way that we've been raised. That's what I'm I was just gonna say. Yeah, I feel I like agree. it's our conditioning and it's our culture. Like yes. it's just a, is a mixture because genuinely, like I actually don't see why. I don't. I don't like. I, I do understand why you should buy a property, but at the same time, like I don't think renting's a bad thing. Like some people mm. do not want to buy a house and be stuck in this flipping country where it's snowing on Monday. Um, the sun is out on Tuesday and then it's hailstone on Wednesday like some people actually don't want to be stuck in one place but because you have one property now you got to make sure that it's up to scratch doing this and all that do you know what I mean like some people want to be able to be flexible like oh, I'll live in this country for one year and I'll go and rent somewhere else for another year like and to me that is that is goals also yeah. like it's just yeah. different perspectives yeah you're not tied down to one thing mm. then that's what it is go on Eric. I think even with the house thing it's just knowing why you're doing it because technically speaking, a house is a liability yeah. or the mortgage rather until you're paying off. So imagine you've saved 30, 40k and then bah, it's just mm-hmm. gone. And you're now on zero <laughs> again. And then now the issue the issue as well is that job that you don't like, your manager tells you to do something, you sure <laughs> in because who the heck is gonna pay the mortgage bro? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I mean, speaking for myself, like, to save up to to be able to do it, yeah, sure, that's obviously a goal, to, to be able to do that as soon as possible. But the actual process of buying a house, I'm genuinely not in any rush. Because what if I now want to work in America mm. or mm. Dubai? Hmm. I don't want to have to constantly <laughs> be sending... You know sending... how I feel about Dubai, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this is the thing, like, honestly, saying. actually, you're so right, like, it's I don't know. I think it's definitely our conditioning for sure. Mm. That, and I think it's because we see everyone doing it. You know, when it's just one of them things where everybody just does what everybody else just does. Like when someone starts running at a train station, then the next person's like, "Oh my days, I'm running. Why are you running? I don't know that person started running." Mm. It's one of those things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I feel like we all need to like just figure out what's right for it's, ourselves, yeah. not necessarily. And we might still come to that same conclusion, but just knowing for yourself that I've decided to do this because it's right for me and not just because everybody else is doing it, so let me do it. Yeah. Mm. And so just to wrap up, I don't know if you guys saw the um, statistic that came out today in terms of the wealth the wealth um, disparity between uh, black black families 34, and... Was that 34,000? What was the... Yeah. Wait, sorry, can you say what the thing is? Because I don't, I don't know what the... Um, I'm just trying to get it up actually because I don't want to misquote it. I think I remember okay. it. I think it was the average, I think the average wealth um, of, I think, families from different demographics. For the typical black family, I think it was about 34,000. Mm. But for the typical white family, it was about 314,000. Mm. Mm. And do you know what? Mm. Yeah. I think... What like do you mean? That... I don't understand. Hmm. 
314, but for the average black family, it's 34. Yes. Um, I've just seen the numbers. I haven't read the thing yet. But median total wealth for all households in Great Britain was 286,600 between April 2016 and March 2018, with medians ranging from 34,000 among those with a household head from the black African group to 314,000 for the white British group. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. and I think that's what it is for us like in terms of you know what we say it's about our upbringing and everything it's more about the fact that we know that we don't actually have a lot in terms of you know our assets and what we have in this country so I think that's also another thing as to why people are constantly striving it's not even just for them to be honest and for their own enjoyments it's literally just to to have something because your legacy do you guys ever wonder what life would be like if you were white hmm yeah I think about it a lot how would how will I feel? Like, is do they feel a different... Like, you know when you wake up and you just feel yourself? Like, <laughs> how do they feel? Like, sometimes I actually feel like, do they feel... Do they, but they, do don't they inhale know the same though. way that we inhale? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do they breathe heavy the way they we breathe? Do they breathe? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They wouldn't be thinking about... I think I actually thought about this. You wouldn't be thinking that there's challenge. You'd just be thinking, oh, yeah. Just go down the road, do my thing, work hard, and it'll be yeah. fine. Like I think yeah. they would probably just be like, you work hard, and then... Maybe we're wrong. We actually could be wrong. But yeah, I, be. in my head, I'm thinking, they must just think, like, if I work hard, I'll be fine. Whereas we're thinking, even if we work hard... It doesn't equate to being still, fine. No, it doesn't. Um, There's still unconscious bias. There's conscious bias. There's racism. There's, 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 there's safety. That. There's your safety. There's so many different things. Yeah, man. There's is there are there people within the industry that I'm working in that look like me who are gonna also be on my side to propel me forward. Mm. Am I gonna have to break down barriers? That's what <laughs> that's what we're thinking. I don't know. Am if I not gonna have like to that. bring my full self to work? Like, do you know? Yeah. What, I mean? what so voice should things. I use today? How should mm. I straighten my hair? Oh God, you know that voice thing is so funny because I'd be speaking to clients in my room. And I remember my brother came up to me. He was like, you're a liar. He said, you're a liar. He was like, you're a liar, he said, your work voice. He said, you do it too. I said, I can't lie. That's one reason why I'm glad I went to Brentwood. Mm. Because. I got like, that on um, lock. But yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, excuse me. Um, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, Hi, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, not too bad. Oh, Thank lovely. you. How yeah. are you? I really no way oh my gosh no you are a fake <laughs> I'm on this I'll be speaking in the office so- what no some sometimes I mean it most times I don't oh not most times <laughs> 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 you lot are killing me man too funny anyway Sha oh another thing that I wanted to touch on actually um was just really quickly because obviously we've spoken a lot about our week but one thing that's really like pained me this week, two things actually, was obviously the death of Richard. Mm. Mm. My heart yeah. literally mm. breaks for his mum. Like when, when I, yeah. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say when I when I heard that a, a body had been found, mm. I was praying like it wasn't him. realistic. I was praying, but, yeah. but I kind of knew it, it probably was. And like the whole thing just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. He was out at like twelve thirty nine, like by himself mm. like seemingly nobody knows anything and then now his body was just found mm. in a river which makes me question like was it that maybe you took something and fell there mm. like obviously did someone murder mm. you and put 
Um, apparently there were no mom. signs of struggle. My mum said that she thinks she it might be suicide, you know, because he left without money, without his medication, and obviously, you know, he's um got sickle, sickle cell. cell. Um, and apparently he like his mum said that he'd been really struggling like with the lockdown and everything. I'm hoping it's not that, but painful man no i was gonna say i saw a tweet and because obviously you know like after a while some of like images of him on like cctv like walking around and things like that came out and then someone was like there's something about this story that it doesn't make any sense because Mm -hmm. he seems like he knew what he was doing it's not like like he was lost like you were lost or something like he knew where he was going and things like that so the whole suicide thing that could actually be like it could be a possibility because mm. it, because mm. I don't I don't think any boy would just randomly just leave his house and then just decide not. To and come even back. if he there was lost, be... you just go to like a shop or like a police station or something and just be like, oh, yeah. I don't know how to get home. He came out of an, for you he to came end up in Maybe he was trying to get as far think... away from home as possible. I think yeah. for me, the reason why it's extremely triggering is obviously with the sick, like you mentioned, in terms of mm-hmm. he. Um, has sickle cell and you know there was another news that recently came yeah out. i was going to talk about that second actually oh yeah sorry do you have his name Matt, what, what the guy who passed yeah, yeah that had to call 999 from the hospital that bed. was going to be my second oh, thing no. to talk about because yeah exactly which i'm going to say that obviously these are, these are both these are both sickle cell um his name is evan smith um he was 21 he died in hospital after calling 999 from his hospital bed when the staff refused to give him oxygen mm-hmm. yeah and it's just and you know he, another just... thing which we have spoken about in terms of the way that these sickle cell patients have been treated and you know and black patients say, in general yeah and black patients in general and you know not to say that this you know the the, the you know he the first guy committed suicide but it's still you know a testament to the fact that he obviously felt like his condition and lockdown wasn't being it, it didn't work if that makes sense like there's obviously yeah. an issue here um and yeah it's just so sad and especially because obviously I have friends that suffer from sickle cell um and even hearing their experiences it's just it's really painful to hear um yeah. especially the one with the guy calling you know 999 the amount of stories i have of my friends literally saying that they literally feel like the people in the hospital are trying to kill them like do you know Mm. how scary it must be to be in a hospital bed and feel like the people are trying to kill you and you're literally screaming out get me out of this hospital like yeah that is nuts and i was um listening to so you know bella the singer um she obviously has sickle cell disease Mm. and she was saying um this week on her story that she was like she doesn't like talking about it like sickle cell disease and stuff and she was like this one she has to actually speak about because what the heck like how can you be in hospital you're literally in hospital and And you're you're calling calling the the ambulance or the police or, or whoever to say like i need oxygen and you're in hospital it just doesn't make sense the two are not they don't add up and she was basically saying that she was saying that the amount of times yeah she has had to crawl she said that she Mm. had to crawl on her hands and her knees to the front desk from her hospital bed to be like please i need painkillers and i'm just Mm. like what is like what is it with the like obviously i get that the nhs they do what they can do whatever but Mm. genuinely what is it with like people and just being sick in the head because I don't understand how you can see somebody in so much pain that they are crawling literally on their hands and their knees and you still ignore them. 
Mm. I just I can't do it honestly it gets me so angry like obviously sickle cell disease for me anyway is just something that like Mm. I'm really passionate about but reading that and the fact that he died as well Mm. so you know that he wasn't given that oxygen Mm. Mm. don't even get me started it's a lot damn oh gosh the death of black people just Mm. when it's due to negligence like this Mm. it's just horrible because it could actually be you Mm. 100%. 100%. You know, that's, that Richard thing got to me because mm. I was like, God forbid that was someone I knew mm. or like my brother. Mm. Like, this guy, do you know what I mean? The guy seemed like he was starting his mm-hmm. life. He's just gone mm-hmm. to uni, sort of thing. And I'm sure everyone here has like had some kind of like anxiety or bouted with um, like mental mm-hmm. health. But then to see that, you know, the guy... He's lost his life, mm-hmm. whatever the circumstances. Like his mum, like his, you know, it's the kind of pain she's never gonna get mm. over. Mm. Mm. And do you know what? As well, I think like where negligence comes in that situation too, which literally again is getting me just so irate. Like I literally feel like I'm about to cry, is because she reported him missing, mm-hmm. and the police were like, "How are we gonna find your son if you can't find him?" Mm. what what is that and I don't know if you guys saw yet but she said as well that she was like maybe if I spoke better better yes, English. English sorry yeah, I'm actually English, getting yeah. so upset no, maybe no. if I spoke better English that they would take me more seriously and I just think like this is this and this is something my dad has said to me before that he's like yeah. oh, I don't know if I can really yeah. go for that position even though I'm qualified and everything that I have on paper due to my experience blah 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 is showing that I'm I'm very qualified for this but he's like the minute I speak I just feel like they won't take me seriously mm-hmm. and like when he said that to me I was like what do you mean like you can't say something like that and he was just like you don't get it because you have a British accent Mm. and he was like for mm. someone who doesn't have a British accent it's something that you're always thinking about and it reminded me of this episode of Modern Family where I don't remember what the Spanish lady's name is but she was like I'm actually very smart in Spanish yeah. and it, it made yeah. me just deep Gloria. the fact that yeah it just made me deep the fact that in this country we are so like you have an accent and we just think, assume that you don't know what you're talking about mm. Mm. 100 just can't honestly guys like yeah because i remember in the mod that's actually such a good example mm. because in the what she was like she has she thinks in spanish mm. and then she now has to translate translate it into english mm. so that she can just speak mm-hmm. and i'm just thinking imagine how many people actually have to do that that their first language mm. is in english they already have an mm-hmm. accent when they're speaking english and they have to go through that struggle and still be discriminated because mm. of their accent or the way that they speak. And these people mm. are intelligent because if you now yes. ask one random Billy to now be learning another language, <laughs> I can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, honestly, those, those two those two cases this week have, have really shaken me up as well. And it's, it's so sad to see black men, you know, losing their lives over these sort of things like it's 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 really painful yeah this is not how people so should be dying well. mm. this is actually not how people should be dying honestly, honestly i'm telling you Gosh, and i'm just thinking like with the richard well. thing with the richard thing like i know for a fact that the reason why there was even so much media coverage is because we were yep. all reposting of social it. media like, because if not, nobody would have not, like, mm-hmm. whenever I saw anything rich, I would retweet that because yeah. boy, that's that's the reason why they were able to find his body so quick. Because I'm thinking, 
if they're telling the mum, oh, what do you expect us to do? Mm -hmm. Then who, who, what are they, what are they going to tell us? Mm. That oh, can you find if you're telling his his mum? Or what, what? What can we do? How, yeah. how do you expect us to find? Can you imagine? But Madeline McCann, did you guys see the comparison between yeah. the two? And yeah. do you know what's yeah. so mad about that? Madeline McCann was lost in a foreign country. Yeah. Um, Richard was lost on British ground, mm. but yeah, it was um, it was the UK that was doing up 1.1 million or 11 million or whatever mm. the, whatever the figure was to go and transport people over into Portugal to be looking for a child that mm. we still haven't found, but people are still funding. Like mm. it just doesn't even make sense. Mm. Like somebody that was not even lost in this country. Mm. It's honestly because anyway, let me not even let me not even go too far. But yeah, this kind of stuff just makes me so upset because this is not how this is not the way that people should be dying at mm. all. And the fact that they still went to interview her interview her after he yes. had been found and said, mm. So how do you think you're gonna hours. cope? Are you crazy? Mm. She just found out that her son hmm. was found dead in a pond and you wanna be asking her how she's gonna get over it. Hmm. What is it's life definitely. like now? That was the question. What is life like now? Are you They're crazy? crazy? Yeah. What's just life gonna found be now? Out. Like now because Richard is Richard is it, gone. Oh just, my days. Even the interview with the journalist, everybody's got to go. The actual the actual um disrespect and like mm. the fact I just I just can't believe it. Like genuinely. Ugh. Mm. No, it's too much, man. This country. Like, do we even know? Sorry to compare, but do we even know what Sarah's um family look like we don't have a damn clue we, ain't we got don't a have family. a damn clue hmm. we actually don't know hmm. that even says enough <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that's 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 it like there's nothing mm -hmm. else to say mm -hmm. absolutely nothing else to say now <laughs> let's move on to song of the week so as you guys know each week we have a song of the week obviously you know as well when we have guests they normally take the song of the week so Ire, would you like to tell us what your song of the week is this week um what if i don't want to oh here we go this, this guy listen the <laughs> listeners need to know that Ire is actually the most difficult person you'll ever come across <laughs> like he just is different <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's called by yourself Ty dollar sign featuring Janae Heike and mustard and the reason why i find it funny is because i literally read the thing again and i was like oh yeah i have to like have a song but this is literally what i've been listening to all week and obviously because we're about to speak about relationships mm. and it's called by yourself <laughs> i was not, not like, by yourself probably, yeah do you know what i mean probably thinking that i planned it but nah um yeah <laughs> I'm so sad. No, Ty Dollar Sign, I actually love that guy. Like, oh, oh he's certain. God, he's so certain. Damn. Yeah, um, he's I've seen him live as well. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. mm. Where? Um, I think it was at Crepton Conan concert. He was the supporting act. Can you imagine? Mad. Oh, supporting act. The audacity for me. The audacity for me. It's the audacity for me. Yeah. No, but he's so jokes. Iray, when are we going to get another re-edition on the keyboards? It's true. I was actually going to, like... Uh, I was even ha having this discussion, um, like, an hour ago. And, like, it's like I actually want to be posting often. I think you should. But, but there's it's two issues. One, I have post-anxiety. I hate people knowing what I'm doing. Like, but I'm sure you've clocked. I've posted more the last six months than I have in the last seven years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is Insta. true. Mm -hmm. And that's like three <laughs> uh, posts, guys. So yeah. But I think the other thing as well is that 
Like, if I'm to actually take it seriously, I have to be posting, like, at least once a week. Mm. Like, because I don't post all those things about engagement and mm. all of that stuff, I didn't actually pay attention to when I posted, like, two or three videos. And I was like, ah, oh, the first one got bare views. Second one got less, but still decent. Then, like, the very last one, like, just did, like got maybe, like, a quarter. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I've not posted in, like, weeks. <laughs> and, I, and on top of that, I didn't even put it on my story. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, like, there will be a point where I'll just be posting weekly. So, like, make sure you all support and share. Of course. Yeah, of course. You, you know, you ain't you got to tell us that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do it anyway. But um, what was I going to say? Just, sorry, just before you even go on, there was, I don't even know which video it was. But there was one where you were hitting that keyboard. I thought, ah, ah, kill it, kill it, ah, ah, you want to kill the keyboard? It was, like, the, it was the drill thing. I remember your comment. You were like, ah, you're like the way that key is wobbling. You're like, which was gonna fall off. I thought that keyboard was gonna fly. I said, oh no, oh hell no, oh, hell no. That is so funny. Um. Nah, you should do more of them. Eri. They're actually so good. Trust, trust. That's They're so trust. good. They yeah. get me gassed. Thank you. Do you know at some point you should um, be for... taken... Go on. Go on. I was, I was gonna, gonna say. say... <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no. Ladies first. Um, in terms of engagement, you should get people to do a question box. Ask people what they want you to play. Yeah. Do um, that yeah. Do that. Yeah, I actually said that because, like, um, like when I'm actually taking it seriously, like I'll do like a full on like arrangement, like. I'll Mm-hmm. Like a full on, yeah. Like, I won't be, won't be playing games. Mm. You love to see you it, man. To see. All them drumming in the church will pay off. All hello, <laughs> well, it reminds Where's me of it? single place My... or get off this offer. <laughs> My set. Oh, wait, is that the video where they were like sing properly? Yes. Or get off? <laughs> you know, do you know? You know, that's why people will leave the church. You know when Bam. people are like, I don't attend church. Yeah, don't, we said like, this on the, I don't yeah. like that particular branch. They offended me. But it's rather, true. Da, 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 how can some the pastor say, Oh, get off the grace of just what... <laughs> And it was documented. Bam. Bam. Talking Bam. About no, Bam. no shame. Just vibes. <laughs> and the fact that he kept on coming back for like the next three weeks, referring to the fact that it had blown up and that he didn't care. And he was going to continue <laughs> blasting the youth. I was like, wow, this pastor's really gunning for us. Violence, honestly. <laughs> he was tired. But um, yeah, we'll put the um, we'll put the song on our Instagram and on our Spotify playlist. So make sure you guys check it out. Um, and yeah. Okay, guys. So this week we're going to be talking about a topic that a listener actually came to us with, um, and basically we're going to be talking all about how our relationships with our parents have shaped our relationships with other people, both romantically and platonically. And we'll talk about the positives and the negatives. I just wanted to put a trigger warning out there that we're going to be talking about loss in this episode. So if that's a trigger for you, then please log out now. <laughs> Not log out. <laughs> Log out too, please. I don't want to trigger anybody. Um, but cool. Okay, guys. I just want to. Hey, everything all right? Sorry, I dropped something. When <laughs> <laughs> you said that we should log out, <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Kiss off, then. I'm joking. Oh, God. um. Cool, guys. I just wanted to ask you. How do you feel like... Okay, first of all, what is you guys' relationships like with your dads? 
And how has that, if it has, impacted your relationships with other people, would you say? Okay, let me go first. Um, I'm actually very, very close to my dad. Um, Maybe in terms of, in a platonic sense, I wouldn't say like, okay, I act this way in a friendship and I'm like, okay, I'm owing this to because I've seen my dad do this or that. Mm. But I guess I think the short answer is just general upbringing. Like my dad is generous. My dad is very giving. Um, My dad is very selfless. Mm. So I guess those qualities have rubbed off. So I think that's more of a raising Mm -hmm. thing Mm. as as opposed to the actual dynamic Mm. between the two of us. I think a slightly different answer in terms of relationships, however. But I mean, that's that's not the initial question. So I'll let someone else answer. It can be in, in terms of we'll just do it all at once, it's fine. Well, we don't have to do it all at once, but it doesn't really matter like what order we go in. Yeah, no, someone else can answer, I'll come back. Sammy. Um with my dad, I think my I think everyone knows that my dad is my best friend. Like we literally get on so well. Um it's funny because they normally say the person that you're most alike, you're probably not going to get on with them, but that's completely the opposite for me and my dad. Like, so familiar, like, so familiar. We're so sim- similar. And um, I think my relationship with him, I don't know whether, it's funny because I don't know whether it's the fact that when I was younger, me and my mum didn't really get along that well. So I don't know whether that um, Mm. kind of drew me closer to my dad because I felt like he was a lot more understanding and things like that. Mm. So I don't know whether that probably does have a little bit to do with it, but I would say in terms of like my relationship with my dad, it's always been quite consistent. It's never been like, oh, we were, we weren't close, then we were close, then we weren't close. It's always been, we have been close. Mm. And I think it's, I think as well, um, he was quite a hands-on dad like um he would take me and my brother like go he'd take us to tennis he'd take us to swimming he'll take us to all these things he'll take us to our lesson he'll do that he was very hands-on mm. and um I think that has a major part to do with how our relationship how our relationship is today mm. Mm. Yeah. Beatrice what would you say sorry in terms of the question are you just asking what is the dynamic that we have between our like me and my dad or you just asking and also the impact of that on the relationships yeah if breaking into two if we're doing it into one um i was just gonna do it as one okay um so for me i would say that i have a good relationship um with my dad um i think one thing for me that stands out is the fact that like everyone's kind of mentioned tammy mentioned in terms of the generosity um one thing that I can say about my dad is that regardless of like whatever he has whether it be your time whether it be money like he will always dedicate it to his family and I think for me I look for that now when I am dating or speaking to someone it's not necessarily just about what you have but how much are you willing to sacrifice Mm. how much are you willing to give 
towards raising your family because there's been times where my dad had to for example change his shift work so he'll be working nights so that he could cater to me and my brother during the day like you know Ira, when we're going to Brentwood and stuff like my dad would also help us like drive down there sometimes and we it will be it'll be split across the parents but it's even just stuff like you know where you kind of see someone just being so selfless mm. you know even if you don't even have everything in the world there's always something you can give up mm. and I think that's a trait that I know for a fact that like you know for me like I speak about oh yeah I want my guy to have this and have that but it don't mean nothing if you're not willing to share it with your family or share or or part with it or give up something to to contribute to your family so I think for me that's one key thing that I would say that I take away from my dad that I definitely look for in terms of when I'm looking for my significant other, um, that's something for me that really, really means a lot. Um, yeah, I think that's one point. I can always go into several, but I guess we'll we'll start with one and then we can dig deep into the points. I was just going to say, just to piggyback off that in terms of... Um... Not piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no clubhouse, darling. <laughs> piggyback <laughs> off that point. Um, I was going to say, um, yeah, like I completely agree with the whole generosity thing because I remember when I was, when we were younger, I know my dad, like, um, he had a job opportunity in Nigeria, like a really mm. good, like, because obviously my dad's an accountant. So mm. obviously, like being an accountant, you can base, you can do a job anywhere. Do you know what I mean? So mm. he had like a really good job in Nigeria. And I know that he was like going back and forth with whether he should go, because you know, there's some people's dads that are like in Nigeria, like, you know, those ones where you're like, oh, my dad's in Nigeria, yep. like he's working, yep. like, yeah. And I think, he basically declined the job like I think it was a really good job as well and I think he declined it because obviously because of his family and we were really young at the time and you don't want to mm. not to discredit anyone's dad that's in Nigeria and stuff but there's always like there's it has an effect it has an effect it yeah it has an effect on the family the 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 mum the the, mm. the the relationship with the kids and stuff like that so I do really respect him in that way because mm. it's not it's not easy to to give up a job because in your head you're thinking I'm taking the job because I'm providing for the family but at the same time when you're taking a job like that or you're away from your family even though you think you're providing for them they're still going to be it's still going to be lacking in some other ways yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think just to bounce off that I think not bounce just, not bounce, bounce. <laughs> sorry sorry yes any other synonyms no, coming right up <laughs> good thing I've got Google next to me now like, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking um but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but, really not. no I'm not joking um, with the whole like dad thing especially in the I say African but it's just a lot of Nigerian like guys and girls I've spoken to the effect mm. of the dad is really profound sure. I think the narrative is that if they provided financially then they mm. have provided and that's yeah, it I was gonna say however that. I think there's been a lot more with the girls from what I've spoken to but they don't necessarily have necessarily have a relationship like that with their dad they've not emotionally invested in mm. it which is why you telling me about what your dad did I, like, I really respect that because yeah. a lot of men will be thinking ah I'm providing they're going mm. to school mm. they're doing this there's a roof of your head you're not having to work ah what do you mean but it's mm. much more than than that and I think yeah. that that has an effect because when you then get older your dad who's really in my opinion the one that's supposed to show you how you're supposed to be treated as a man I'm not Mm. saying they don't treat you like that but then there's the tendency that 
you might you might have to experiment by chatting to a few men before you then clock. <laughs> just calling it, just calling it. No, I'm just calling it for what it is. You have, mm. you might have to experiment to kind of think, okay, how am I supposed to be treated? And I'm not mm. saying that I'd be blaming it on the dad, but I think at times, if they were a lot more present, Mm. you would kind of have a I mean this is what we're talking about kind of you'd have a much clearer idea of what it is you know you want or what it is Mm. you you need and when Mm. you don't see it you'd be it'd be a lot easier to identify what that is Mm. so I have two things to kind of say based off of that yeah one I think um, that's a very good point and however I think I've mentioned this before that you know where someone it's a bit of like a double double-edged sword because it's like you know where you've seen what you like or what you don't like sometimes it kind of works against you and I've witnessed this so many times where let's say for example you didn't get on with your dad and you're like hey cool I cannot be with a man that is like my dad yeah. sometimes because you're so fixated on that you actually end up finding that yeah um yeah. and it drives you to that because you're fighting so hard against it that it, I don't know why and I don't know how it happens but I've, I've seen it and I've not, not witnessed it myself but I've seen it happen to a lot of people where they try so hard to not be like someone or try so hard to run away from the type of person but then naturally you know they find themselves mm. in that exact situation but then I thought another question I guess to iterate obviously you mentioned in terms of as a girl like the importance say, of your dad spoken but carry on oh yeah no I'm, I know I'm just speaking yeah, of what Iray's point yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, just in case, I didn't know what you were going to say, so I was just saying that if you're going to change topic or anything, just... I'm not changing topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of the the point where you, you you know, said about Tammy and said, you know, we mean Tammy have mentioned that we when we see a man, we kind of know what we want. But I guess from a guy's perspective, and you touched on your, you know, your relationship with her dad, does it, how does it impact you because obviously for us we're looking for a man but obviously you are the man so how does that dynamic work because obviously you've talked about the reverse but you're not speaking about as a man oh i see right and i was actually gonna jump Mm. on this because i've seen the way my dad has been towards Mm. me towards myself my Mm. brother towards obviously my mum who's Mm. passed and obviously uh, my stepmom who is now Mm. married there are certain things he has done that I just know this is how I should mm. act. Like you get older and you kind of know, right, this I'm not trying to replicate, <laughs> this I am trying yeah. to replicate. Mm. But like I said, especially with like the giving thing, because of circumstance, my dad has to be has had to be very selfless, mm. very selfless mm. in order to to make ends mm. meet. So naturally in my friendships and if I was to be in a relationship, I'm used to being very mm. giving. Like almost 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 to the point where I'm not even thinking about my own yeah. happiness. Like it's almost like, okay, my role in this is to give to mm. you. And so as a result, I guess one thing I then I'm looking for is someone who is also selfless as a result, or someone who isn't selfish. Because sometimes with relationships, I think people want a relationship for mm. them rather than wanting a relationship out of like purpose like i'm not trying to make this all metaphorical <laughs> but some but what i'm trying to say is some people get into relationship it's about mm. them how they feel like are oh, their needs mm. being met it's not about the other person mm. so i think it just makes me a bit hesitant where i don't want to be with a girl 
where she's just thinking, this is what I can get yeah. from him or this. Or for instance, another really good one. Right. So to my knowledge and my small, small 24 years, mm. you know, of being on this mm. planet, women tend to like attention. Mm. <laughs> would you, would, is, is that a That's fair? That's fair. That's fair. You know? well, okay, cool. That's fair. Now, because my dad has been very, very, very hands-on, mm. even from when I was young, mm. I then know that, okay, by God's grace, when I become a father, I would also be very hands-on. But even in terms of, like, friendships or whatnot, like, if you needed something, mm. from whether it be, like, a cover letter or you need me to do a numerical, mm. I'll make the time to mm. do that. Now, I just don't want, let's say, a woman to now take advantage mm. of that because I was speaking to a work colleague, um, um, hadn't spoken in a bit, and she must have said, oh, by the way, you're very good at giving attention. I burst out laughing because I was like, if you can discern that in a 20 minute conversation, mm. another woman can discern that. And I just wouldn't want that, you know, a woman is coming thinking, oh, just because I will attention mm. them and be giving and did it and they'll just sit there and do all the work. Like, no. Yeah, it's interesting. That's what, yeah. Go on, Sharon. Um, <clears throat> so I think I have like a bit of a different angle. Um, so when I was younger, me and my dad didn't really get on. We never really saw eye to eye on a lot of things. Um, and I think that caused like a lot of strain on our relationship. Um, and so I think I became one of those people that you were talking about, Beatrice, that's like, oh, I don't want to marry someone like my dad, da, 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 mm-hmm. because I didn't really get on very well with him. But it was funny because I was talking to my friend today and we were talking about um, our relationships with our parents, which is just, yeah, it's funny because obviously we're doing the pod now. Um, mm. And one of the things that I was saying is that actually now that I'm so much older and I think about family a lot and I think about marriage a lot, a lot because we talk about it on the pod. (laughs) So Mm. I have to think about it. Um, I'm definitely more understanding of the way my dad, um, the way my dad kind of like dealt with me when I was younger, because Honestly, the thought of having a child right now, actually, it scares me because how, like, what do you do? Like, there's no manual mm. for it. Every child is different. You can only go off, like, how you've been, how you were raised. Like, that's all you really have and that's all that you really know. So I think as I've been older, like, now that I'm older, um, my relationship with my dad has improved so much. Um, mm. And I think it's allowed me to have, like, a different outlook on relationships and the way I view where have you men I guess um my dad is also very giving like I say this all the time but I don't know anybody that works as hard as my dad like genuinely mm-hmm. I don't and it's so funny because at uni people do, always tell me that like, oh Sharon you're so hard working you're so hard working but to me I'm actually not because I see the way my dad works and like I aspire to be able to get to that level of hard working mm. like he and he's so clever as well. Like when I was younger as well, I used to just wish that I could be as smart as my dad because he just is so clever and like everything. I don't think he's ever had a job interview and not gotten a job. Like mm. he, anyway, yeah, my dad is just, he's just different. So I think, I feel like I try to emulate that. Um, mm. And also kind of like similar to what you guys were saying about traveling and stuff. So my dad's a contractor um, and he got a contract um I can't remember where it was. It was quite far away and he must have... And one thing about my dad as well, he discusses everything with my mum. Like, 
it doesn't matter even though he's like the sole breadwinner in my family any purchase that he makes anything he'll always discuss it with my mum and that's something that I definitely look for in a partner and will be looking for in a partner like just because even if I have a partner who's hopefully is the breadwinner because we've discussed this before like I don't want to be the breadwinner in my relationship I would still want to be um equal with you in the in the decisions we make financially but anyway back to my point so he had like a contract and I think it was quite far away and I think my mum expressed that like you know she'd rather he didn't go there and so he he didn't take that job um but then he got Mm. one that was a bit closer so it was like in Belgium so he was there for a while my dad used to travel to Belgium every Monday morning in time to start work for nine and then he would be back every Friday night from Belgium like Mm. every week Mm. because my mum had said to him like oh I would rather like you were home on the weekend and I can't lie if it were me I know for a fact I know myself if it were me I'd be like there's no way I can do that like I actually just wouldn't Mm. I would just be like I'll come Mm. I'll come home once a month like how am I coming home how am I leaving the house he would leave the house at like five in the morning I think or four to get to work for nine and then he would leave Friday night like it was just crazy so um yeah I think the dynamic with my dad has definitely changed over time but yeah I feel like that's kind of allowed me to like I guess view like relationships and guys differently but I think one thing that I have I'm still working on is the whole you know like as Christians you're meant to like submit to your husband and stuff I can't Mm. like that like that is one that's one area that I'm struggling with like I can't but what what does submit mean like that's a genuine that's exactly question, it. Um, like, that's exactly it though like I feel like it depends what the man well it depends obviously I know what it means for me but it also depends what my husband what it means to my husband because if he's moving like well my word is final because you know how before I was saying that my dad no matter what decision he's making even if he wants to buy himself a car like even though it's for himself he would still mm. talk to my mum about it but if you're with another guy that's saying, oh, well, I'm the breadwinner and the wife must submit. It doesn't matter what I do with my money that I make. Ah, I can't lie, problematic. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and I think, sorry, to kind of continue, um, I think we've all kind of spoken about good things. I think just to flip it and say a bad thing, obviously not saying anything bad about my dad, but I guess it's just an area of improvement or something that I know that I would seek more of. Um, you know how it's like showing emotions? I think men men show emotions in different ways and some some fathers I guess are very very emotive with the language that they use and you know the dynamics that they have in terms of the household and all that sort of thing I think one thing for me that I've learned from my my relationship with my dad is probably I think I would want someone that's a bit more vocal with it um not to say that I never felt it but sometimes I guess it depends on, you know, your child and, and learning about how your child also receives love. Because obviously, you know, I, I felt I feel comfortable. I feel fine. But sometimes, you know, like in certain moments, you kind of just need some words sometimes to be said. Mm, I've had this um, conversation with my dad. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you just need some sometimes some words to be said rather than just the general action. And sometimes I feel like, you know, uh, that's definitely an area that is not particularly the, the best. It's it's improvement and it's, and it's good, but it's not the best. And I think if I were to, you know, look 
to my future partner it would be something that you know for me I know that I would need that sign that kind of love to be also translated into words um so yeah I guess it's just also learning kind of your own love language and how you receive love and all that sort of thing Mm, this is a conversation I've had with my dad as well and I don't know if it's exactly what you've just described but I said to my dad like you always know what I can do to improve but you never tell me when like you're happy with what I'm doing if that makes sense unless it's something Mm, massive like mm. okay you graduated um you graduated like congratulations that's amazing but like small things like I don't know I I can't really think of an example now um he wouldn't necessarily say anything but like he always have like something like an improvement if that makes sense and I'm like it's more like giving praises giving praises where it's needed yeah Um, and I think I think that's sorry I was just gonna say I think this is like something I'm quite good at (laughs) which is like if I want to make if I want to say like um if I want to give a comment on how somebody can do better, I will first of all say what they've done well. I will first of all be like, oh yeah, thank-. like for example, I've, I've not said this before, but like, oh Beatrice, thank you so much for editing the pod. But like, there was just this section which da da da, but I'll just be like, thank you for doing it though. Like it was really good. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, I'm, And I feel like my dad mm. is very much like, that rice could have done with so like more salt, <laughs> but he won't be like, <laughs> But he won't be like, oh, thank you. Like, it was sweet, but it could have done with more salt. He was just like, that could have, rice mm. could have done with more salt. Um, but to be fair, like, to be fair to him, when I had that conversation with him, he did, like, change. But you're right, like, I think also now, the the because I'm older, I can obviously have these conversations with my dad and he'll take me seriously. Whereas, and I think this is an area for improvement again with my dad, is just that when we were young, what our voices didn't matter (laughs) I'm not gonna lie like Mm. our voices actually didn't matter like if I didn't like what you were doing it was tough whereas now obviously I'm 24 like if I'm telling you like oh I don't like the way you spoke to me like he's gonna listen but I just feel like it shouldn't have I shouldn't have to be an adult before I'm telling you the way that you've spoken to me is hurting me because then you're just gonna be speaking to me like that for like what 18 years before you listen Mm. to what I have to say Mm. that's valid valid point what about you guys? Do you guys have anything that you've noticed that you want more um, of or anything? I think for me, it's just... Um, and I think there's an element of, because he's a man, that I can't complain too much. But I, it's, it's similar to what you said. I wish he was a bit more open. Is probably more open slash transparent. Mm. And I have had this conversation with him because we had the dynamic where I, I could literally tell him anything. I wouldn't, but I could. If mm, I, yeah, I, get you. I could if I really needed to. Um, but I think on his end, it's not to so much to say he's omitting information. He's just not like forthcoming. Mm. Like at times, and to me at times, it just seems like not that you're hiding, but then the reason why that can be an issue, like if I stretch it, is that let's say you let's say someone has offended you or mm. you didn't like what I did. I'm not saying he does this. I'm just saying as an mm. example that then you hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Like, and that's not good because it can fester as transparent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, I just know that, okay, when relating with someone, I should probably be a bit more transparent about how I'm feeling. Mm. Or there and then. Yeah, mm. that was going on. Or at least, at least, for instance, you did something I didn't like. I've now learned kind of from that that I would improve that and say, okay, I 
I feel aware about what you did. Mm. Maybe I'm not in a position to articulate myself right mm. now. Maybe mm. give me a few hours or a mm. day. Mm. I'll still act normal. Just know that I'm going to address this when I can, yeah. when it can be a productive com- conversation. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think if anything, that would that's affected me in the way um, I um, deal with my asset relationships now i've learned probably it's better to just say it in the moment mm-hmm. mm. not always just be holding holding i holding have that on. problem as well actually not it's so funny actually because not with my friends but with my parents mm. and i think it goes back again to the point that i made earlier about when mm. we were younger like our voices i'm not gonna lie our voices did not matter like in my like just in my family anyway like it was really hard for us to say something say how we felt and for it to be taken seriously that's how I felt and so for a really long time I would just like hold things in and I would hold grudges like with my parents um and so it even happened like the other day like I was not the other day I think it was last year to be honest but whatever um my mum was saying something I said to her oh I'm not telling you about that like and she was like why and I was like well the last time we had this conversation you said blah 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 and she was like on my days are you actually still holding on to that and I was like yeah and she was like this is really bad like you actually need to get better at doing this but I feel like now it's a hard habit for me to break because for Mm -hmm. so long it's like when I was trying to speak I just didn't feel like I was being listened to and I feel like that kind of will impact the also the partner I'm looking for because I want the partner that I have to, to also value the voices of our children Mm. even when they're little like even if they're five or like whatever do you know what I mean like I just I don't want anyone to feel like they're not being heard in my family if that makes sense Mm. and obviously there are some Mm. men out there who are just kind of like and it is like obviously it's right for the parent to be the parent and the child to be the child like of course I still want that dynamic but I also want there to be an opportunity for people to be open and honest with their feelings and transparent I don't want people to be like when I say people, I mean my children, but I don't want my children to be like, oh, I can't say this to mommy because she's not going to listen. I can't say this to daddy because he's not going to listen. That's a good point. What about you, Tammy? Um, I think with me, um, I guess it's the feeling that um, what I'm doing is never enough. If Mm. that makes sense, like, okay, I've done my, I've done my, finished from college, okay. Now it's time for university. Okay, I didn't get a well done or a well done for well done for completing that. It's always like what's the next what's thing? The next thing. Like, mm. okay, so I've got my first degree. Okay, what are you doing now? Okay, I've mm. done my master's. Okay, so where's the job? Like it's mm. always like a there's never there's never a, okay, so we've got to this stage, well done. Getting mm. here. Not even I'm not even telling them to say, Okay, relax, like you've done all what you needed to do, but I think it's just the acknowledgement of okay like you've actually done well like you've actually done everything like Mm. well done for it and then also in terms of like never feeling that you never do enough even in terms of like okay let's say you've got a job maybe it's not the job that obviously you want but at Mm. least you've got something but it's still like okay like what's the next thing as we keep like it's Mm. never yeah anything I do is like never enough so Mm. I think that's just something not just with my dad just like with both of my parents to be honest but Mm. I think it hits harder with my dad because obviously as I said I'm closer to him so 
Mm. it's things a bit more if that makes sense Mm. yeah I think that kind of touches on what we've we've discussed previously in terms of you know the the comparison that we we spoke about and the Mm. fact that you know sometimes I think it's like you said it's fine to kind of want to know what the next step is and to to have that you know discussion and be like okay cool you do need because at the end of the day you do need to think about what's happening next that is life do you know what I mean there's no they can't sugarcoat that you, yeah. you do need to plan but I think like you mentioned acknowledging the fact that your children have done well um and giving praise where it's due and also you know again like you said we we will see other people obviously it's hard but you will see other people like who are maybe growing up in the same kind of environment but they have gone down a completely different route yeah which is you know if you if that was your parents you know if if they um what you call it had your parents it would be a completely different mm. story you know what i mean and sometimes you just think ah come on no with what i've been given i've tried or like do you Honestly, know what i mean like, do you know, yeah. the other the other day i literally told because i think um me and my brother were going out like we we're going to different places but we left at the same time just for mm. convenience matters i think my dad was just like he was joking but at the same time you know when they're joking then but it's like, not really a joke it's not really a joke but they're joking and then, then he was like i can't even talk to my children anymore see how they're just leaving they're not even saying where they're going they're just going mm. and i'm like okay so we i did tell my dad where i was going and things like that but in terms of like maybe when i was coming back or things like that like i didn't give him mm. specifics it was very vague so mm. i see how my children are just going like and i just said to him wait you better be grateful. <laughs> no, it's children, true. It's there's true. some children that will not even tell you that they'll just leave the house for days and mm. weeks and they won't even come back. And when they do come back, they're asking what's for dinner. Like, yeah. do mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. sometimes I, I think as well. Yeah, go on, go on, Tammy. No, I, I just tell my dad, like, you just better be grateful. And he started getting offended. Like, why should I be grateful? I'm thinking, wait, you know, <laughs> you better be, you have to have a little bit of like, gratefulness because and gratitude yeah, because it's like yeah. there's some children out here that are just way with like yeah, mad. yeah. Mad. they might and you been, know they might have been gone, set gone. up the same way that we mm-hmm. are but mm-hmm. they took a completely when i say yeah completely 180 they went the complete yes. opposite way so yes. you sometimes you've got to not let me say praise your children but you've got to acknowledge the fact that they stayed on the right path and they're not mm-hmm. out out here embarrassing you which is most of nigerians parents greatest fear <laughs> exactly no it's true, true. i tell them mom this all the time you care too much about what people think too, too much, much. Too no much. but um sorry Sammy, i think you made such a valid point yeah and i think in terms of you know the point where you said that even those who have been raised the same way and i think that's such a key point because sometimes i feel like our parents will kind of have that view where it's like okay yeah but you know we sent you to a good school so obviously you're going to be good uh no it's hmm. not the fact that you sent me to a good school let me show you bro with thank you very now. much let's have that conversation <laughs> <laughs> no, <stop it>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no but it's true it's not going to say that it's not just a case of sending someone somewhere and thinking that that's your job done like it's actually at the end of the day the decisions and the actions all lie within us like Mm. we are the ones that make that decision every single day you get i'm trying to say so just sending your child to a grammar school doesn't guarantee they're going to leave with good grades just sending your child to university doesn't mean they're going to graduate like there's so many things that impact like your child's daily decisions that obviously you it's the way that you've raised them definitely feeds into that but 
also a child can neglect that you can there's so many parents where i i feel sorry for them because they have literally given their child everything Everything. they have given everything to their child and their child just refuses to kind of you know do what their parents say and also just do the normal normal thing they just want to go off the rails to be honest yeah and yeah i just feel like you know some parents need to No, but it's true. true. But sometimes you acknowledge the fact that sending your child, honestly, yeah, sending your child or putting them in a good environment does not lead to your child turning out good. Yes, a a damn thing, a a good result. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's actually true, and I think like we've all kind of said it like our parents really didn't, and I think maybe it's because their parents didn't as well. To be fair, so maybe they don't think it's important, but um, you know, just saying like, well done for like where you've gotten mm-hmm. to and like I know you said earlier Beatrice like oh like having knowing what you want to do next is important like but at the same time like I and I say this all the time like, I genuinely feel like it's fine if you don't know what you want to do next like sometimes you no, but it's okay not wait, to know but the wait, fact that, that life is going to hit you life is going to hit you whether you like it or not no I know but I hadn't finished what I was basically trying to say is that sometimes you actually just need to pause and just think about it sometimes you don't you actually don't know like and even if you do try and plan the next five years like you will never know like five years ago I did not know that I would be in this company I had never even heard of this I didn't even know what consulting was do you know what I mean so like I feel like you sometimes you actually just don't know and you can plan if you like but it's good that direct your footsteps at the end of the day so like I feel like sometimes like it's not it's not all about what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. Like, sometimes it is just about rest and let's just think about it. Because especially, like, I get what Tammy's saying about, like, you go to school, you go to sick form, you go to uni, you do your master's, and it's kind of like, okay, cool, so where's the job? And it's like, can I just breathe for a second, please? Like, sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. I think if you... I get that they're well-meaning, but you don't have to have it all figured out. You really don't. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. and I, But I do think, though, that there is, like you said, it, it, it doesn't they do mean well by that and I you know there's a I don't have to explain it but I do believe that sometimes yeah it's a way of cushioning you because I've seen it where when your parents can be not obviously it might be a bit of extreme but even when they're relaxed in certain situations sometimes it's not the right time to be relaxed and sometimes they actually know you and obviously they might have even been in those situations where for example yeah for example with Tammy or with anyone who let's say you've gone through even in fact we've all gone through it so we've gone through the whole school system yeah how many times have we heard of people where even when their parents don't check in because their parents like you've rest that rest I mean like you've done so well but that some of the feelings that can creep in when you don't have a job, I'm not saying that job is a be all and end all, but do you get what I'm trying to say? There's certain things where it's like your parents are also kind of cushioning you because if you don't think about those things, sometimes it can foster up some thoughts and it can get you into a into a place that they don't it can be harder to pull you out of. I don't know how to explain it because like I said, life really has a way of slapping you. Um and I feel like we all now as we're we've kind of moved on from that, but we can all testify to points in our lives back then where if we had if we had relaxed a bit too much, we might have actually fallen into a bit of like a a slump. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it. I but do get what you're saying. I think what Tammy was saying though was that like Tammy obviously corrects me if, if I'm wrong but like I think what Tammy was saying was that like she'd literally just finished and it was kind of like okay so what's the next thing but it's just like it's not like she was a year out and then like we hadn't been no, doing anything you, for a year you. 
I hear you, but also Tammy's obviously I'm not speaking on Tammy, but for example, Tammy's parents also know Tammy. For example, they might know that actually her being inactive might genuinely lead to something else. Like honestly, I know it's very different, but I feel like sometimes we need to give credit to some parents because some parents actually do know their children, and sometimes they can they can actually help you get out of certain situations because, for example, if they know, then they've noticed that when you're when you're not busy you you get into a bit of a slump do you know what i mean like mm. even for example i know it's so basic but let's say for example summer holidays yeah you know during that back in the day summer holidays people can utilize summer holidays into completely different things you can have people who just stay in their bed don't do nothing but it, you know they could have seen your movements then and notice ah this is not something that you know if you I were to replicate mean. this when you're older yeah. it can lead to something so I, I don't get me wrong i know that it's definitely right to you know to be restful and you know to ignore and to say well done and also to acknowledge how far you've gone but I do really believe that sometimes those pushes are actually doing you a lot more good than you probably realize because if you didn't have that push you might have got to a place that can be harder to get out of okay cool so moving on how would you guys say like similar question but like from your mum from the perspective of your mum like how would you say you guys' relationships with your mum has impacted your relationships with other people? Uh, uh, I have a really good relationship with my mum. I feel like... I feel like we get each other and I feel like we can be quite similar. And so, because... I know you were saying earlier, Tammy, that because you and your dad are similar, you get on really well. But I think for me and my mum, because we have the same... The things that we're similar with are bad. (laughs) Um, So sometimes (laughs) that causes us to clash a little bit. Um, but I think one trait that I've definitely picked up from my mom is that she is super giving. I mean, my dad is giving as well, but my mom is so giving, like she will stop anything that she's doing to help you. Um, and that's one thing that I've taken on, but similar to what Eros was saying earlier, I feel like sometimes it can also be my flaw. Um, and it's something that I had to unlearn, especially when I got to university. And I don't know if I said this on the pod before, but, um, when I was at school and stuff, it was all fine. Um, but then when I got to uni, I realised that, hold, hold on a damn yeah. minute. Some of y'all be taking a piss. <laughs> um, um, I had that realisation as well, boy, especially at uni. Bro, this mm. is the thing. But for me, it was just kind of like, I didn't clock it for a really long time because I'm just used to behaving in this way because none of my home friends were moving mad. Do you know what I mean? Um, but when I got to uni, mm. I just realised, hold on, like some people are actually taking the mic and actually they're now becoming entitled and expecting that I behave in that way when actually before mm. I was making a sacrifice, but now you're telling me that this is my duty. No. Do you know what I mean? And I mm. think, yeah, anyway, that's a trait I definitely picked up from my mum. Um, not saying that my mum does it in a toxic way. Obviously, it was just my own kind of thing. Like, I just took it a bit too far. And I think now when I date people it's something that is constantly on my mind and it's actually something that I check with my friends as well because you know sometimes like when you're talking to someone you might be doing something out of the kindness of your heart but you don't know how it's going to be perceived like is it going to be perceived like Mm. I'm doing too much or Mm. is it just going to be perceived like because especially when you're talking to someone in in the beginning stages they don't necessarily know you they don't know that you are just Mm -hmm. naturally a giver and that is your gift in quote um Mm -hmm. so that's something that I always have to check back with my friends and just be like I want to do this not all the time but like sometimes I'll be like I want to do this like is that too much or do you think that's calm um so I think yeah that's how that's impacted my relationship with other people but um one thing about my mum that I that I've had conversations with her about is 
the way my mom expects you to be able to read her mind um and sometimes the way that she articulates things like she needs to maybe just take a minute <laughs> um like <laughs> now she does and I've said I've had this conversation with her before um and yeah it's something that my dad's really good at and something that I think I've picked up from my dad is like when my dad's upset about something like he won't respond straight away he will normally remove himself from the situation and be like do you know what we'll have this conversation later whereas my mum is very like oh no we've got to talk about it now da, da, da. Um, and I feel like that's something that I used to do um, I was very like kind of like tell me what's wrong now like I want to know what's wrong now so we can sort it out and I didn't really understand people who would be like oh I just need a minute like what do you need a minute for like let's sort it out now there's no point pushing it under the rug or whatever um, but now with age and time and stuff it's something that I've deep that like nah sometimes it I is have a good question to, on that Sophie. yeah in terms of the dynamic in in a romantic relationship mm. yeah so let's mm. say you have two people who are let's let's leave it and let's come back mm-hmm. does that is is that I don't even know how, I don't even know how yeah. to phrase it but is that right does that work because yeah I don't know I feel like sometimes yeah there's certain characteristics where fair enough you might not see eye to eye but actually because of the dynamic of how a relationship works the opposite kind of ends up being better than having the same the same trait it with really depends I think because if you have somebody who is naturally quite like okay cool I need a minute and then you have somebody that's like no I need to know right now that's then causing a separate friction Mm. like you already had friction from what you disagreed about but now you're you have friction because you're trying to tell me to respond right now but I need a minute because there are some people who um they take that minute because they don't want to say something out of anger or in that emotion. They want to be able to articulate themselves properly because you know, when sometimes if you're not used to like training your emotions, you might say something that you didn't even mean you just said it. And then that's now a whole other issue because you told me that you told me something else that you didn't mean to say because you didn't take a second to actually think about what you were going to say. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think there's, like you said, there's two, there's different ways to view it. I think I definitely get that. But sometimes, I don't know, I just feel like sometimes where like you're kind of opposite, even though it could cause friction, but because it requires compromise on both, it kind of, oh, I don't know how to explain it. It kind of evens it out. It kind of evens it out, yeah. And I, and it's like, I don't know how to, ex- I don't even know how like, to explain imagine it. Imagine having two laid hey. people. Yeah, the thing, the thing never gets solved. Like, no but I mean with that though I feel like that's very different to being like I need a minute the person who needs a minute is still always coming back it's not the person I think being laid back is like the third option like oh I beg let's just free I don't want to talk about it because I can't be bothered but the person who needs a minute is like the person who's like I'm gonna come back to this in a second I just need to process what just happened yeah but obviously like you said if you have two people that are like I beg free it then it's peak because one day that rug is going to be so high and then it's going to be like back in 2020 um back in 2002 mm-hmm. you did this da, 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 and it's just like hold on how are you still holding that yeah stuff. it's funny because mm-hmm. i hear so many different things about like relationships one minute you'll hear go for someone who's boringly similar the next minute you'll hear opposite <laughs> track i'm thinking ah which one is the rule book? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to find what works for you, baby. There's no rules to life, boy. You're balanced. balanced. Mm. No, it's true. Mm. Tammy, you were going to go. Yeah, what did I say? Okay, so, 
me and my mom, we've gone through the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. I don't it's know how that made me laugh. I said, do you not know trenches? Sorry, 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 sorry to cut you off here. Think about our history. Jesus, he is about when we went Belgium. <laughs> yes! Those oh, yes! Ew. Sorry, go on. Anyway, <laughs> just sorry. imagine Tammy and her mum with their backpack on their back, just straight. <laughs> just walking, walking. Wait, go on. Yeah, so we've been through a lot and even the te- is he, how we even got to this stage now is even the testimony i don't know what happened i think maybe um i think maybe i just came a little more patient with my mum um mm. i think yeah i think and also i think my brother going to boarding school as well i think that just so it means that there's less people and it, it means that there's only three of us now in the house so just to kind of so, how to explain it just to kind of let there be peace I think not everything I used to argue back or things like that I just mm. let things go um one thing one thing about my mum that um I think what caused a lot of the friction between us is that I don't think she thinks that she's ever wrong um mm. Oh, there's always that um no what I'm saying is right blah 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 mm. and she struggles to take advice <laughs> whether it be for because she's got a business so there would be maybe some business and it's not just to me it's to other mm. people as well could be my dad could be my brother could be her siblings could be anybody like she struggles to do that I'm not saying that that's a massive flaw but it does have mm. it does have um an effect um, I think we were so different, especially, I think, I think when I was, I think the worst years, I think was definitely when I was in school. So from like year seven to 11, those were like, those five years were just, oh my, <laughs> hell, hell, mm. hell on earth, like it was really bad. Um, you know, when people start getting involved, all the answers like, oh, so what can oh, we do? Things like that. Yeah, yeah there was. The that. one thing, the one thing that I, I'm, I'm happy it never got to is, you know, when they start bringing in church and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah, that's so I'm work. happy that it didn't get to that stage. But hmm. a lot of people just like, so like, what's the, like, what is it? Like, what's that? And, I'm, and honestly, I don't know. And I don't know how we were able to get to this place. Of, obviously, we still have, um, little arguments here and there disagreements mm-hmm. and stuff but I think I've just learned to accept her for who she is and that's just how it is and I've just learned to kind of um I don't want to use the word deal with her because it's not like when you say mm-hmm. deal with someone it's like it's something bad mm-hmm. but I've just mm-hmm. learned to um understand the way she does and mm-hmm. like when okay let me go back to when she said when I say that she doesn't take um she doesn't really take well to advice on anything so for me, let's get, let me give an example. If I was to, my mom does this thing where she'll ask me a question <laughs> for my opinion. She like, "Oh, how does this?" And I'll be like, "Oh, I don't really like that, mm, but it's nice though." Mm. I'm like, "Okay, but I'm you ask me for my opinion. I didn't like, and I'll just leave it as that. Like, I wouldn't go be going back and forth and saying, but no, but I'll just say, listen, I've given you your, my advice. She mm. take with it what you want to do with it. Me, I've I've, I've left you with the advice." Whether you want to take it or leave it, that's how it is, and I think mm. that's just how um, and how and how my relationship with her has impacted 
I would say my relationship with others or like with my friends or like a significant other, I think um, that sense of I'm always right, I think that had a lot of to do with some of the toxic, toxicity. what's the word? Toxic- toxicity. toxicity. Yeah, toxicity. In, in my first relationship, I always mm. thought that um, I was right, if that makes sense. Mm. Like I always mm. felt like, know what I'm saying is right. Most of the time I was right. <laughs> so I here we go, go, honey. Most of the time I was right. But I think it's the sense of entitlement that no, like this one I'm definitely gonna be right. Whether whether I'm right or not, the fact that mm. I always think that I'm gonna be is yeah. is a problem in itself. So I've had to kind of um Can I ask you a question? Unlearn that like, and try when and... you're saying that you think you're yeah, right go... like this might sound like a funny question. But like do you actually like automatically yeah. think, right, regardless of the situation, like I'm going to be in the right at the end of this? Or is it just you take a given situation and you feel like you're in the right? It feels like I've asked the same question, but it's not. No, it's just juice. No, it's, like it's there will be a situation, yeah. And either I have an opinion or something and I'm like, I'm going to be right about this. Like, or it can just something be like, oh, um, what was that thing we saw the other day? And I'll be like, oh, it's this. And he'll be like, oh, no, I don't think it was that. I'm like, no, I'm right. I know for a fact. Mm. Like, I, the thing is, not, it's not even like I'm double-checking or cross-checking or looking for a reference or anything. Like, I will, I will, say, I'm, I will say I'm right. Like, there's no, there's no other answer about it. Or if um, I want to do something, I want it done my way and things like that. So I think that's just... Mm. how it was and I've just had to kind of unlearn that and realise that look other people have the same thing so <laughs> mm. I've had to try and do that as well so yeah yeah that's a good one um, I think for me overall I would say I have a good relationship with my mum in terms of clashes I actually I can't lie to you my relationship with both my parents is probably the exact same um in terms of I get along with both of them and obviously occasionally we can clash here and there but it's it's always temporary never permanent kind of angle obviously not obvious but yeah obviously in my case um I think in terms of the qualities for example that my mum has shown um one thing that I've realized is that my mum is super hardworking as a woman and she doesn't limit herself to what she wants to achieve. Um, and for me, the reason why that's so important is because the dynamic, and I know we'll go on to this later on, but being a woman and being and doing what you want to do and striving in a marriage is, is diff- it's not difficult, but it, it's something that is not naturally seen as normal especially when you're thinking of the whole submission just generally just you know just kind of looking at the typical kind of household dynamic right and I think for me when I am speaking to someone my immediate and I can't lie it's probably one of the first few thoughts is just would you be okay being someone that's like a champion to me yeah. I don't know how to explain okay. it but you know there's that they cannot see their wives yeah, being yeah, yeah. Them. Or they, and for me that's something that my dad has always like no matter what my mom wants to do like he doesn't limit her to yo but you know mm. maybe you should 
children, maybe you should go and stay. Like, nah, he <laughs> yeah. back her today. So for me, and I know that I, for example, the way my mum has visioned life for herself, she has instilled that into me and instilled the fact that I can literally do whatever the heck I want and get whatever the heck I want out of this life. But she said the only reason why it works for her is because she has a husband that is understanding and creates an environment that allows mm-hmm. her to do that. So mm-hmm. I said, in my mind, now I know whenever I'm speaking to someone, I need to see them being a champion for me, like regardless yeah. of whatever yeah. I want to do. I need to be a cheerleader. Yeah. Out, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's something that it means a lot to me. Um, and obviously, you can still be the breadwinner. You can still be doing more than me. But it should never be a case where you're limiting your wife. And I feel like sometimes that can be a dynamic in some in some households. So that's the quality that I definitely look for. Um, I think another thing is my... It's kind of linked. But, um, yeah, my mum is very vocal. Oh. Um, <laughs> very, very vocal. <laughs> I can definitely relate <laughs> Yes, my mom is very, very vocal, and I think it's like Tammy said. It's it's kind of, it's kind of like a good thing and a bad thing. And I think for me, uh, I do take away more good than bad, but sometimes the lines can be blurred, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes your voice is not needed at that particular time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I true. hear that. It's so true. Well. It's true. Still, do you know what I mean? It's sometimes your voice is not needed at a particular time. And my, sometimes my mum can sometimes def- not really get that nipped in the bud. Do you know what I mean? So mm. for me, that's where I know that, cool, I definitely want to be vocal. I'm a vocal person naturally anyway. And I think that's just because of the way that my parents are. Um, but yeah, I, I know that, you know, in terms of even the relationships that I have with my friends, I think that's one thing as well. So sorry, another thing that I think my mum is like really good at is that the relationships my mum has with her friends are solid. Like, you know, when people mm. have good friendships, right? Um, mm. I really see... Um, and she is selfless. Like, she will do what needs to be done for her friends. And also, she has long-standing good friendships. And that's something that I've definitely clipped onto, and I can testament to the friends that I have in my life. They're quite long-standing. Do you know what I mean? They're, I don't have a... I might not have a lot, but the ones that I do have, they're very deep. Um and yeah they've gone through time and I think that's something that has definitely translated into the relationships that I have and the friendships that I have with people um and that's something actually I don't know whether you guys have ever noticed or picked up on in terms of the the relationship the friendship that your parents have and how that also impacts the type of friends that you look for because obviously you know in life obviously your parents have gone through stuff and as a child you can also see like okay they've gone through this but who has been around to help them because as much as you know you have your family but there's a wider network around you that supports you and uplifts you in situations. And you know where it's like you have a particular uncle that's always there mm. for you or like comes for your family and all that sort of thing. Like to be able to d- have those relationships, it's it's a it's a good characteristic. So not mm. everyone has that. It's so weird because my parents are a bit of both. Like it's, um, that's I think where me and my dad used to clash a lot because my dad is an introvert like completely and I'm not like I'm Mm. more I've got introvert traits but like I'm more I would say an extrovert and it's so funny we did a personality test once and me and my dad were the complete opposite like you know how they say I is for something E is for something else it was like that like he had all four (laughs) letters of one thing and I had all four letters of the other thing we had like literally five percent in common or something and I was like this is so interesting (laughs) because this is why like we don't always understand one another because we are completely different so for example I'm very personable like I I don't have like a lot of close 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 friends but 
I have a lot of friends if that makes sense um and I'm very, I'm quite good at keeping in contact with people so like I still speak to people who mm. I met in primary school I'm still very good friends with people I met in secondary school sick form the same thing so mm. like when it's time to meet up now I'm out all the time because I have to meet this person from Brentwood, I have to meet this person from CSHS, I have to meet this person from Emmanuel, I have to meet somebody else from Brentwood that was a part of a different group. Like that, and my dad didn't really understand, like, why are you always going out? But you don't understand, like, I'll be saying I'm meeting one friend, he'll be like, you just met a friend last week, and I'm like, yeah, but this is a different friend that I've not seen in, like, five years. Like, I didn't see this person the whole time I was at uni sort of thing. Whereas my dad is very, like... My dad said that the lockdown only just started getting to him in February of this year. What that? I'm thinking. Wait, what? He's like, he said in February. My my dad's in February was like, ah, the lockdown is starting to get to me that now. Is... I was like, it's been almost a year. Like, my dad is very much like, yes, I can sit at home. I can sit at home. This is fine. This is good. But for me, I was like itching, like literally in like what May or something, maybe even April. Boy, um, my dad was the complete opposite. Boy, you already know how my yeah. dad is and the parties and stuff. He was, <laughs> he was already itching in yes. April. Man. He was like, <laughs> "This is what I'm saying." So, like, all my dad is all like the completely different to me, and I feel like that's where we used to like not. He does have good friends that he has had for years and years and years, but he doesn't have many of them. Like, I could probably count his friends and, like, maybe on one hand, like, friends that I know that he has, like, strong, strong friendships with, whereas that's not me. Like, I make friends wherever I go, like, genuinely. Um, And I feel like sometimes that kind of... It's actually the dynamic with my parents, right? But the opposite works because sometimes, yeah, you kind of, you know how, for example, I don't know, maybe Tammy goes, I don't know how you would say your, you would describe your mum, but for me in my household, right, my mum is very uh, outgoing. Like she has so, like she also has a lot of really, really good friends. Like she's a party person. She goes out, she does this. My dad's a very like home person, but he will go out and support yeah. or be wherever my mum is if my mum's got a party or got an event mm. and that sort of thing. Mm. But my mum was like to me, and she said this the other day, she said, I could not be with someone who's like me because she said that one the amount of money that they would be wasting on parties would be stupid absolutely stupid yeah and she said two because you'll be everywhere you will never really spend time together because you've got two separate friends that's like yeah i don't know how to explain it but sometimes there's certain things where it's like the opposite but it i actually think works sometimes for the better I of the dynamic where your mum is completely right is that and also i don't know how to explain what i'm saying you have to be understanding of that person because there are some people that'll be like okay mm. yeah but why don't you like going out though like there's genuinely be mm. sometimes like even though like i go out loads yeah i'm to get me to actually leave the house is something yeah, yeah this is the well. thing. <laughs> it's exactly that. Like, I don't go out. Like, to get me to leave the house is actually an issue. For me, I would much rather spend my weekends at home. If it wasn't for Beatrice, you lot would probably never see me. I'm not even going to lie. Um, <laughs> but obviously, having an understanding of that, the way that person is, is fine. It, it would be a problem if Beatrice was like, oh, but mm. why don't you want to go out, though? Like, you're always at home. Da, 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 da. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, imagine you're married to someone and yeah, you yeah. married them knowing that they're an introvert. Now that you're married, you're being like, oh, you should follow me to every party. You don't understand. You don't da, da, da. But obviously, where it works with your, your parents is your mum knows for a fact that that's what your dad is like and she appreciates the fact yeah, that yeah but he's also that way. also works but also works that my dad is also willing to attend events just to be with my mum to give her company yeah, as well that's it's what a two I was way say thing the what well. say. and the yeah. fact that your dad also yeah, understands your mum and is willing to also go with her where she's yeah. going exactly yeah. because 
I couldn't yeah, yeah. I would I'm happy to be with any kind of person if you like to go if you don't like to go whatever that's your own money but as long as when it's my time to say oh I'm not really feeling it you're not trying to force me to go then I'm cool I'm comfy I was gonna say with me I forgot to say I was too busy <laughs> talking bad about my mum I didn't say oh no what I would say that is um good thing about my mum she's very um she has a lot of friends and at the same time mm. she's never she's not a friend that um takes sides if that makes sense mm. like if there were two if she had two of her friends who were on opposite ends she'll always sit on the fence but not sit on the fence in the one where like you wouldn't say what's right or what's wrong sitting on the fence where you wouldn't get involved to a certain extent and then start bashing one in, in favor mm. of the other if that makes sense and she got that she also got that from her mum so my grandma mm. so it kind of mm. passed down to me in the sense that we always like me and my mum we always like to see the good in people yeah. whether they've wronged us or something like that like you yeah. would still give them benefit like the doubt benefit of the doubt and then like you wouldn't just cut them off because of one thing like you mm. always not always given a chance that they're taken advantage of you, advantage of you but you're always you're never you, it's not like you're just cutting people off left right and center. Not quick to make mm, yeah exactly i feel like that's where my yeah. mom and dad when we'll, we'll talk about the dynamic in a minute but like, yeah. I feel like that's where my mom and my dad definitely balance each other out yeah so mm. like i'll give an example so when I was, we were talking this i was talking about this at sharon's actually like when my old pastor left my church Mm. Um, they were you know how Nigerians aren't because obviously my church is RCCG then he left to as in um, now right that's the like the showcase yeah now I've always been at the building right next to showcase yeah 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 so um, yeah so my pastor left and obviously that now started oh people now started taking sides okay we're gonna stay Mm. oh no we're following the pastor oh no 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 and then people of this congregation now started fighting each other on the sake on behalf of the hmm. pastors if that makes sense mm. and something that my mum and my dad they did not get involved in all of the oh we're fighting for really. and when my pastor had his um 50th birthday out of everybody in my church because obviously I still go to the church that I'm mm. at they were the only people that were invited and, and then my <laughs> and then the pastors of my church. So, in a sense like that, it just shows you that they're just not in the mix. Yeah. If that makes Love sense, because obviously there was a bit of there was a bit of friction when it came to like the two pastors. Because it wasn't like that, but then you know when people start getting into your ear, you now start hearing things and things like that. So mm. there was already some sort of tension and things like that. Best believe last week, yeah, my old pastor came to my church like just randomly, like no one knew Mm-mm. he was coming. No one knew he was coming. He even came because obviously we're um we're basically we're moving away from our building, so we've started like a building fund or whatever. Like he came, my old pastor came, and he just wanted to give money, then go like he was on his way to to do his own church. But then my mm. my current pastor was like, no, there's no way he can come and not come and say something to a congregation so obviously he said something like oh he was just on his way and then god led him to just give that he heard about like our building fund and things like that cool so in my head yeah my, my mom came she was like oh do you see that um can you go i came to 
to the church. And I was like, yeah, I just saw because obviously we're watching it live and stuff. Mm. And we were even having the conversation like, look, all those people that were taking Panadol <laughs> for somebody yeah. else's mm-hmm. headache. Now, look, they're going to yeah. be looking stupid because it's like, here you were fighting a fight that wasn't even yours. And now yep. we're at peace. So all the people mm. that have made enemies on yes. top of this is something I always say. going back and forth. Like, mm. was, was it really worth it? So that's mm. something that I can take from my mum and my dad, but mostly my mum, yeah. because she's very... Mm. She 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 peacemaker. will she will see both sides. Yeah, she's very peacemaker. Mm. Like she doesn't do this fighting. Like she's one of the only people in my church that would go to events for the new church that my my pastor's mm. new church and still come back and things like that. Like because she she didn't mm. care. She just does her own thing. And mm. between her and God, at the end of the day, so, I yeah. think one reason why even ten years on, um, like it still pains me her death is because we're like very very close. Like you know, I said that like. My dad and I have been like, how do I put it? Like, my dad and I have mm. always been close, like from day. And obviously, I was close to my mum, but before she got, before she passed, we became very, very close. So, one thing I guess would be the closeness and the transparency. Like, she was very, very, very open with me. Like, so I guess the way mm. I think now, I probably thought when I was like eight or nine, like, just because of that level of transparency, that's something I miss. And I think that's impacted my relationships because mm. the friends that I do have, all of the friendships are very meaningful because there's a certain level of transparency that um, mm. that I offer. So any person who's friends with me will say I'm their close friend. If they have to question it, if, sorry, if they have to question it, they're not my friend. They're my, they're, they're my acquaintance, and also, yeah. um, I think because she was very giving, mm. like very transparent, very direct. Um, I think I rarely ever like, like you rarely ever hear me say, oh, "I'm not talking to that person anymore." Than I'm talking to that person. Like usually, if I have an issue, like obviously people are different, but we'll sort it out so I think in terms of the quality of the friendships I have um it's a lot so I think I know you'll get there but in terms of looking for Mm. a relationship like I'm very much looking for like an emotional connection doesn't matter how fine you are if I'm not connecting to you like Mm -hmm. that it's it's a massive issue I guess probably the only Mm. um I wouldn't say like downside I think would be like I think my mum was very direct. And so I can be very direct, almost mm. almost detrimentally, just because I think, as was discussed before, people don't necessarily work like that. Like, I think I'm the kind of person where if you upset me, mm. I can literally take about 20 seconds of isolation. I know exactly what's bothering me and articulate it and then I would kind of be like I want to address it Mm. now Mm. sort of thing or rather rather it's not to say I can't be patient Mm. with people who need to take their time but it really does frustrate me if you're not that way inclined that you hold on to things just because I'm not that way inclined Mm. but I think just obviously with experience Mm. I will um Mm. get better Mm. being patient because everyone's different but yeah, um, as a summary, I think 
um, the relationship with my mum has very much impacted the quality of the friendship I have. Like every friend I have is a close friend. Does that make sense? Obviously, some you know have um, higher statuses mm. than others, but you know what I mean. I mean, I was referring to hmm. you two, but you, you know, better let them know, know honey. <laughs> Mm. Um, <laughs> I have a question. When you um date I've people, never dated anybody um, in my life. Or if you've dated people in the past, obviously. <laughs> don't be like that. Ray, shut man. up. Because you know her <laughs> best friend listens, so that's your business. <laughs> anyway, shut um, uh yeah, when you've dated people in the past, do you consider oh, whether or not your mum would be accepting of that person? In fact, yeah. Um like there was mm. one that um I had a feeling like they liked me and I think when I just deep that my mum would just burst out laughing if I ever brought that person <laughs> like yeah um not, laugh, not, god. not not actively like it's not like a oh my god like a screening we're talking like with my mum it's more I evaluate their character but I have actually done it like mm. once or twice that or to be fair I had my dad to do that anyway my dad you you met my dad like he's funny mm-hmm. but he's no nonsense at mm-hmm. the end of the day there's some people that mm-hmm. like do you know mm-hmm. like there's no point wasting my time because <laughs> they'll never come into my house but um yeah I hope that answers your question mm. <laughs> yeah it does um and also mm. just off the back of that do you also then consider as well how your stepmom right. feels this, about that person. Like, this, is, this is a very yeah, I was gonna ask that question interesting as well. mm. one because the dynamic between myself and my mum mm. and my stepmom are very different. So for context, um da, 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 da. so my dad got remarried 2014, April. In fact, in like four days will be their seven year anniversary. But uh, yeah, I know time, time, yeah, I know time passes quickly. Wow. And so, wow. yes, that's crazy. I was already kind of on my way to uni. Like, I was just focusing on like passing my math. Um, then I now went to uni mm. and obviously I took a year out. So, it's actually really been this lockdown, funny enough, where we all actually live together. <laughs> Believe it. Yeah, like properly. Because these for the first time in seven years, 2019, I was not in wow. the house. Yeah, so it's only like now yeah, yeah, yeah. we all properly mm. began. Like mm-hmm. even Funchal, my cousin, he's been doing his masters, doing his thing. This is the first real time we've all like been in the house. Mm. Um, so that was context. To answer the question with mm-hmm. her, she's very discerning in terms of like what people are like, but admittedly I wouldn't um mm. how'd I put it I wouldn't she's got to get on with the person obviously because like she's in my life but it wouldn't be like a forefront like admitted mm. I'd be thinking more would my dad like like the person as opposed to like mm. if my stepmom liked them whereas I think when it comes to evaluating a person um I think mm. I very much look for certain qualities that like, I liked in my mum. And I think there's, like, I've been trying to be very careful mm. to make a distinction mm. 
in obviously I'm at the age where I'm dating, speaking for myself, I'm trying to date to marry. Um, and I'm trying to make the distinction in not looking for a mother in what is supposed to be a wife. Like, mm. obviously. Mm. How have mm. you found that? And how have you made that distinction? <laughs> and, you know, and what that, is the no, distinction? No, 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 we can get into it. Like, Sorry, mm. there's a question. I'm no, still figuring that out. And I think when I really had that, um, I really had like a, an epiphany, I think basically beginning of 2020, where I reached literally with like new decade. I don't know, it's not even because it was a new decade. I was just deep in thought. And I was like questioning almost everything I've done in my life. So when I got to women, mm. I was like, a lot of the women I spoke to, like, why mm. did I speak to them? And I know that, okay, like, a solid 85% of them was just to test my mettle. Like, do I have, like, do I, do I, do I have Hoyle? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, no, like, I'm just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> and then, funny enough, the very few times that I thought I was mm. talking to someone and there was someone serious, it was not. Like, <laughs> No, 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 this no, 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 no. This guy will not no. let it go. But anyway, yeah. Like I'm referring to like situations. To be fair, but I think there's an element of it was the love, uh, okay. like mm. I would say female attention. I'm not gonna say I have mummy issues per se, but like there's an element of I clocked that deep interaction with a woman I have not had in years, and so when I clocked that even if it's just 5% mm. that there's an element mm. of I'm looking for that, I had to like almost like pull myself out of that because then it's like I need to deal with that separately to wanting like the attention mm. of a wife or someone that I'm going to build with because they're two different things because you know how we've spoken in a nutshell about how mm. the way we've interacted mm. with our parents can affect our relationships it might affect the way we treat our children I think I don't want to make the distinction of, mm-hmm. let's say, I miss mm. being, I miss that being nurtured feeling for, um, you know, wanting that from a wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. because just, just, just because you and I vibe, just because mm. you and I have similar values, just because it seemingly would be cool, does not mean that that is it. And you know how we've said, we've given examples already where opposites clearly work and then we've also given examples where being similar also works mm. i think in my case because the woman's not been there the expect what to expect i actually almost don't know and because when she passed when i was 13 like it's you know growing mm. up from that point was when i i guess would i'd had more of an understanding yeah of like what a relationship is you know before your friends by circumstance your friends by by environment whereas as you get older Mm. the people you surround yourself with yeah your choice and so because i'm i missed seeing how not Mm -hmm. to say i didn't learn a lot from how i'd seen them interact previously but if i'd seen the way my mom and dad have interacted like Mm. growing up from 13 till now I think what I think I've had I'd have much more of a solid expectation. Mm. Do you know what I wanted to say something actually, and I think this will lead into our next one. 
And actually, it's actually off of, off of a conversation that me and Ire had when we last met up. And I think one thing that you mentioned then, which I'm going to bring forward now, is the fact that, you know, you mentioned the fact that losing your mum, you said you sometimes see it hard to, you yeah. sometimes find it hard to see what the role of a woman is. And yeah, you know how you said that you said, I think you made a good point. You basically said that you, you basically have seen how, you basically know how to do everything for yourself, if that kind of makes sense. So like you've seen your dad in a time before he, before he met your stepmom, for example, basically run a household. And I'm sure this is going to be the case for even people who are in a single parent household where you don't have both parents in the situation um, at that particular time. Um, it can make it very, very yeah, difficult like, to see yeah. what the role is of someone else. And therefore, it, it, yeah, it becomes a whole nother topic or a whole nother issue because you're self-sufficient, if that makes sense. There's nothing... And I guess this is something that, you know what, it's not even just even in terms of single parent. I think this is just even now, nowadays, with how society is. Sometimes we look to marriage and we point? kind of think, everyone's kind of now deep in, what's the point, the man? Like, thing. really and truly, like, bro, I could I could actually do mm. this by myself. Like, yeah, I could run this whole thing by mm. myself. Let's be real. Like, is there really anything good out of it? And don't get me wrong, there is a lot it of depends. things. There is a lot of the things. Yeah, I mean, it depends. But I mean, biblically as well, I know that there is a lot of good things that can come out of marriage. And when it's done right, I know it can be a beautiful thing. And I think to experience love with someone like that and to create a, a household that is fostered with love, I think that's a beautiful thing in itself. And it's something that I 100% would love to, but I'm also of the opinion where, where don't, I don't want it to be a place that is not good. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's like, you know where it's like, you know something is like, I don't know for you guys, I talk for myself, but for example, I know that marriage has the a power and the ability to be a place of, I don't know, of something good and just like it can foster so much and it can be beautiful and it can produce so much with your children, with everything and you can mm-hmm. just do so much. But it's also a case of where it's kind of a bit scary because I'm also like, I don't want to go into it half-heartedly and not ex- get out of it what I know I could get out of it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, whereas some people don't even see marriage at all and don't even see a good picture of marriage in any way, shape or form, which I do. I know it exists. I've seen I've seen it. I've seen the good qualities. I know that actually if I could get that out of it, I would love to be a part of it. But if I can't get those qualities out of it, I don't see the point. Um, that was one point that I want to raise. But yeah, back to what I was saying, you know, people that are in households where either, you know, you've either lost a parent or it's actually a single parent and you, you don't really have a relationship with one another. It can be very, very difficult to to decipher kind of what exactly a partner can do for you. And therefore it shapes the relationships that you have with, you know, when you're dating people, you kind of think to yourself, is this even worth it? Like, is this really what I'm going to be you know, getting out of this? Is this, is this really make me happy? Maybe traditional households are assigned are gender specific but for me for instance cleaning the house is a whoever needs to clean the house responsibility cooking is a whoever needs to cook responsibility so i'm not saying i'm jamie oliver mm. but like <laughs> like i fully made you know, it's funny i made stew and chicken i mean chicken's basic but like i made stew um the other day and my parents were looking at me like i was mad because like they've not seen me like out of my own volition go and cook like that they were like why the stew in the in the fridge and I was like yeah like 
you know, I'm not trying to be useless forever. Like, like I actually want to be able to actually cook edible food, like sort of thing. But um, mm-hmm. and I think Mummy came. I spent Mummy. She was laughing, saying, "Oh, you found someone. You're getting married." I just rolled my eyes. But yeah, going back to what I was saying, <laughs> um, a lot of things I can do for myself. Like I'm working. Um, like I can clean. I can cook. Like if I had a place. I'd be myself. No, but no, I'll no, but cook, I'll clean. No, no, but, I got this no but what what I'm trying to say <laughs> I got this is thing. like I know I would say I'm quite self-aware. So in terms of even dealing with people, I know how to do that, and I've got a good support network. I've got good friends around me. So it's not to say I don't see mm. the role. I, not to see why a woman's not important. Clearly, clearly, there's some benefit to it. Otherwise, people wouldn't do it. However, mm-hmm. yeah, however, mm-hmm. to see exactly <laughs> what that is, I, I I, don't really have an idea. And I think it's not just, um, it doesn't even have to be lost. It's just if they weren't present. And you know, some people, and uh, present might be, you know, mm. single parents. Some might be two-parent household, but you're present, but you're absent. Yes. Like, yep. so yeah. going back to the whole, like, yep. um, dad example, some dads are not present emotionally. And so whether you're a man mm-hmm. or a woman, yes, maybe as a woman or you don't know, like, you've not really been loved. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what it means for a man to contribute. Instance, yeah. As a man, yeah. you might not really know what it's like to really be like a dad like that as an example. Like, they might have, they mm. might be learning on the job because all the dad has ever done is just mm-hmm. put money but they've not taken them to tennis like time so mm. they've not done mm. x y or z mm. but yeah I think it just goes back to the importance mm. in my opinion mm. that you really have to have some kind of expectation because I was in a relationship previously and like mm. I did voice it that like I did I didn't really gain anything out of it like they didn't really do anything for me per se um, mm. which is not inherently an issue because mm-hmm. like this was mm. some years ago but do you know what I mean I think now that I'm older mm. um, I wouldn't get into a relationship mm. without having any kind of expectation you might not have the whole thing mapped out but I think it's very very important mm. Mm. yeah no I think the absent one is something that I know that a lot of people will be will be able to relate to where like you mentioned you can have a two-parent household but really and truly like emotionally a parent is not there and therefore when you're going through certain situations people might look you might even think people might even look to you and be like how do you not know this like your dad is like don't you have a dad or you have a mum like but you know just being somewhere is not enough do you know what I mean like you actually need to be emotionally connected and I think you know people people don't really seem to understand or deep the fact that it will really impact the way that you have you know your it will really impact your future relationships whether it be romantic whether it be friendships because you know i mean like there's you you really learn from people's characteristics and the way they interact with you but like you mentioned a lot of people have especially dads for example i'm sure there's moms that do it as well but dads in particular where all they do is just provide the money and then they don't contribute emotionally they don't ask they don't give an opinion they don't they don't do anything and some people can even look and say i don't know what my dad has done for me like they can't emotionally tell you anything other than yeah he put got us food which obviously let's not underestimate the importance of money like money is very important 
um to run a household let's that's the way it is but there's a whole nother level and a whole nother layer that um i know people probably as they get older will start to realize actually you know i'm lacking this characteristic because my dad wasn't able mm. my mom wasn't really there to to provide me with the emotional intelligence to to now na- to na- like to navigate through like a particular well, situation like, it's so tough because um even though there are like fathers or maybe mothers as well who all they seem to do is provide the money sometimes that's all they have time for like sometimes like yeah do you get what I mean yeah, like, no, yeah, and I know yeah. you know this I know I know mm-hmm. that you know this it's not, it's not their fault I'm just saying like I just wanted to like make it clear mm-hmm. but like sometimes that's genuinely all that they have the time for and sometimes the fact that they are able to that the fact that they are working so hard is what enables the children to be able to chase their dreams and not have to worry about working yeah. a, a job so that they can also support the family do you get what I mean like it's so tough yeah. and I feel like it's definitely such a tricky one but I think it's something that has to be and do you know what sometimes the children won't understand maybe till like later on when they're older and they deep like oh actually mm-hmm. that was a sacrifice for my dad because he would much rather be with me on Saturday playing tennis rather than exactly. being in the That's office on a Saturday some... do you get what I mean yeah um, exactly. but I think sometimes exactly it's so hard like, I, and I don't even know what the answer would be for this but um sometimes it's just so hard to like articulate that to children and it's tough because of course you want to be there emotionally too but sometimes you can only choose one like do you know what I mean um I get you I but I do think that actually communication no but that's what I'm saying like when they're children it might be difficult to communicate that I'm talking like four five six seven do you get what I mean in their formative years oh of course course, how do you articulate mm, well the thing is though yeah I, no i get what you're saying but i'm saying you know even as for example now we're older some parents will not explain how their things were before so as much as you were understand as a, ch- as a child but obviously it gets to a point where you will begin to understand but i guess the problem is some parents just expect you to know they expect mm, you to just understand or expect you to realize oh yeah like you just you know you knew why i was working so that you could get to here but sometimes actually all you need to do is kind of say you know what yeah like this is what I had to go through or this is what I had to do even though I wanted to be here and I couldn't because some people have actually never heard their parents say that they've never heard their parents say I'm really sorry that I couldn't do this for you but the reason why is because Mm, I had to do this there's no accountability and there's no accountability and it's fine like it's we're not saying there's anything wrong with the decision that that the parents made like he's like I just said money is very important for a household to work we can't underestimate the importance of money but sometimes you need to just hear it where you need someone to just say look like I of course I wanted to be there like for example you know how sometimes you can be like oh yeah like dad you weren't even there like sometimes they'll just take it but that's the time for you to be vocal and say actually the reason I wanted to be there but I couldn't be there because I had to work so that you could do this and you could get to where you mm-hmm. are now. And I think just even those one-liners, no matter how late it is, some people to this day, they're 25, 26, they never heard their parents say that. And they know that their parents were working. I mean, their parents were working throughout, but their parents have never come to them to say, look, like, I feel like this that is, is what just, I have to do. Like, in our culture some... as well, like, that is just something that we need to rectify, like, with our kids, like, we actually have to, because... Yeah. And I think this kind of goes back to the whole, like, um, <clears throat> like, not really valuing the voice of children because I think like 
in your mind you're just thinking why do I need to explain myself to you <laughs> do you know what I mean like some people are just thinking you should know like he said mm-hmm. you should just know that like why do I need to explain myself to you but I think it, it a little goes a long way there like even stuff like I was thinking about you know I was saying mm. before like, I don't really know what the solution would be but I think maybe say for um, example you missed like you know in American movies oh, I missed my son's recital say you missed your son's recital or whatever because you're working mm-hmm. Maybe later on you can be like, oh, how did mm. I really wish I could have been there? But obviously I was working or something. Like even mm. just little things like that. Exactly. Just even one liners. Mm. I'm telling um, you, it makes a massive but difference. Yeah, man. It's a tricky one. But do you know what? It's so good that we're having this mm. discussion because I feel like, I mean, I, I think I reflect on this, but obviously I'm now being forced to like do an actual reflection because we're talking about it on the pod. But I guess this is the kind of stuff that is adding to the to the list of things that I'll do when I have kids if I have kids um but moving on to the final Mm. question and we've kind of touched on this anyway um as we were talking but how would you guys say that your the dynamic between your parents um as in like your mum and your dad and their relationship how has it impacted your view on relationships as a whole let me go let me go first um so Mm -hmm. Because I guess I have two sets. So obviously taking my mum and my dad, mm. like it was cool. They built together. Like I've seen them. I've seen okay, when you sorry, when you say relationships, are we talking like romantic or just general relationships? Uh whichever uh, one you yeah, like anything. Romantic. It's fine. Um <laughs> no, <laughs> so I've seen them build. I've seen them um, obviously really try and work things out like in any marriage so I think there's an element of I'm also looking for someone Mm. that I can build with I don't want someone just on the sidelines that's just Mm. me personally it doesn't matter if I have like five million in my bank account like I'd need you to be doing something it might not necessarily be like career but something um however Mm. I think there is an element of and it's not just like I'd say my parents' marriage, I would say it's a lot of marriages I've seen in general the when things are good, things are good but when things are not good like sometimes they're not necessarily good do you know what I mean? And I think that fear Mm. also I think now has made me hesitant like as Beatrice said, she, she said that she has seen oh like the benefits and whatnot 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 like I'm not saying my parents marriage was bad I'm not saying that at all but obviously we now know growing up that it's Mm. not like happily ever after and I think just that I wouldn't Mm. wouldn't call it fear it's more like I just don't want to be with the wrong person and I'm just tolerating rubbish when I really when there's like a Mm. lesser rubbish that Mm. I could have tolerated if that makes sense so it's taught me a lot about okay building yeah. with a person yeah. you have to strive you always have to try and work things out but at the same time I can't say I've necessarily mm. seen a marriage that I particularly want like I would want a better marriage than what I saw in my parents and I think comparing that mm-hmm. now with my dad and my stepmom mm. it's funny because like I can see my dad has grown as a person but there's also an element of because mm. when they got married I was basically an adult so as much as we're living together and I'm close with my dad I don't really see the 
ins and outs of their relationship. Like, mm. like you know how you can live with a tenant mm. and you can almost be living with them for a year and you don't really know what's going on with them. It's the same for mm. me. I can't really use that as a model mm. example. Like, I think... Um, like I've never seen them argue. I honestly thought they didn't argue. Like, I'm not even joking. So I think when my dad and I were just having like a father-son conversation mm. and he was just advising me on like how to deal with women, that like, he was like, oh, okay, when you have a girlfriend or you have a wife, mm. like you have to be listening when they want to talk. Like you have to mentally make time if they've come back from work. Mm. He'll be bantering saying that oh, there'll be times that you know, he's listening, but he's just an autopilot as your clock. And then give him one little pinch, say, you're not listening to me. Mm. <laughs> like, little things, not to say that's even an argument, mm-hmm. but I'm not really privy to that kind of dynamic. So the only thing I really have to go on yeah. is my um, my dad's previous marriage. And like I said, wasn't um, it wasn't, like, bad, like, by no means. It's just I know I want something better Mm. yeah i want something more um i can't lie like i agree i don't think i i've been privy to a relationship that i actually want like a marriage that i actually want not just from my parents just in general like genuinely because the kind of marriage Mm. i want i can't lie like yeah we can disagree about certain things like whether we should go shopping on tuesday or whether we should go shopping on wednesday but i don't want to be disagreeing about big big things like I don't know how to parent our children, stuff like that. Like I genuinely am, I'm one of those people, like I need, I need peace. I require it to, to, to be happy. Like I can't, I can't be in a situation, in a relationship, in a friendship or whatever, where there's constant, uh, like friction. Um, and I feel Mm. like the people that I'm close Oh gosh, got a bit of feedback there. Um, the people that I'm closest to are the people that I never argue with. The people that I've argued with a lot, mm. which aren't very many, I've, I'm not very close to them. Um, so I feel like, I, and I know people will say like, maybe this isn't possible, but like I actually serious, just never want to have an no, argument. I, like, I, get, I, get I never want to have like a a, a big. Yeah, I never want to have a serious argument. I don't really understand why that is why that is necessary. And I feel like we've been told, like you know, you you're gonna fight, but just stick through it. But I don't want to. If I if I have to keep sticking through, I don't even want to be there because then what are you adding to my life? Anyway, but yes, I want somebody to like build with. Can't lie, if he brings in the money, our house is gonna be bigger in it. We got two, we got two um salaries that them kind of things. But at the same time, above Mm. all of that above all of that I value peace and happiness because I have been unhappy before and I don't ever want to go back there do you get what I mean so like for me that is more important than anything and um I say this all the time that some people are actually dead because of the people that they've married and god forbid that would never happen to us but to be honest living in an unhappy marriage is 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 not much better and it's like imagine yeah. always having to sleep next to somebody that you don't even really like like you have to share a household with mm. them you have to you have to do this you have children with them so you're always tied to that like honestly when I think about marriage like it really really scares me and I had to have a conversation with my mum the other day and I said to her like just so you know by the way yeah, I'm I not 100% sure that thing. I want to get married and 
she thinks I'm joking. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you know, you will just, you'll outgrow it. You, it's because you haven't found the right person. And maybe that's true, but I just, I don't want to like, just be doing this thing because it's not. I see that. Mm-hmm. And it's the next stage of my life. Do you know what I mean? Every time my grandma calls, mm. has Sharon found somebody yet? Oh no, she hasn't found anybody. You need to be introducing her to people. Da, 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 da. Like, no, I'm so sorry. Like, I want to live my life. Like, and I think, sorry, I know I'm talking bears, but like one of the things that I've been obviously saying for ages is that I wanted to like move to Dubai and work in Dubai and stuff. And one of the things I always used to say before is like, oh, I won't go until I'm in a like um, long-term relationship that I know is kind of progressing towards marriage. Because if I go to Dubai now, who am I going to find there? Fam, I'm 24. I still ain't found a single soul. Like, I actually need to get on with my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do not mm. want to be putting things on hold because mm. of marriage. Like, I just can't do it. Like, if I find somebody mm. who is right for me, who I get along with, who I genuinely have a friendship with, who I know that I will never get into big arguments with where I could be disrespected and I know as well I'm the type of person that I can sometimes hold a grudge so if you say something mad to me I'm probably going to remember that 10 years later like I don't want that kind of I don't want that kind of stress I think when it comes to the dynamic I don't know I just feel like maybe I feel like I've said this before but obviously when it comes to my dad with how he is with my mum he's very um giving in the sense that let's I get I've I think I've given this example before like we'd be at um a dinner table and my dad will always mm. get the bill like I've never seen my mum like oh let me yeah, get my same. purse or something even when it's like his birthday or something I just feel like he's the one getting the he'll be the one mm. but so in my head I'm like um I would want someone not to say that my husband or my boyfriend has to pay for everything, but it's just, just as you said before, like we want our partners to be the breadwinners because we just don't want any, um, you know, any um, conflict. What's the word to use? Conflict, like just unnecessary conflict. So I think I just want someone to be the provider, but not just the provider financially, just in other aspects too. So like emotionally, um, like, and then also I think how my mum and dad's um, relationship with us as well. So me and my brother. So when you're looking for a partner, you want someone that will be able to be a good parent as well. Because if, if you want mm. kids anyway, but you'd want someone mm. to be a good parent and you'd never actually know unless they have kids of that, unless they already have kids or, you, you just wouldn't know how they're going to be. So I think that um, with my parents, I can definitely say that the way that they parent me and my brother, like, it's a bit different. But one thing about it, if, they, if they've made a decision collectively, it's not like one parent is saying one thing, then the other parent is saying another thing. Once, once mm. one thing is said, then that's it. There's no more going back mm. and forth, oh, but this, oh, but that. But more times, sometimes when my dad says yes, my mom just, you know, she's just like, okay. But, um, <laughs> but um, I think that's what I've learned from them. And that's what I would take going into my relationship as well. I think there was one other thing as well. But um, 
It's completely, it's completely skipped my mind, but yeah. Sometimes you don't know the conversations that happen between your parents. And another thing as well is I went to my mum and I asked her kind of, you know, what is it that you kind of want to get out of marriage? Um, or like, what is it that you tolerate? What is it you don't? And I said to her, you know, for me, I'm always, I said, my problem with me is that I'm always looking for that 100% certainty that I know I will never get. I said to her, how do you decipher when you're willing to kind of not tolerate, tolerate is the wrong word, but when do you know like to go for something, even mm. though you don't have that 100% certainty back in it? And she said, look, when you are looking for someone, there's basically like things that you cannot tolerate, right? You have pillars that you just cannot argue on or like you just can't stand. Um, one thing my mom said, yeah, she always mentioned this and it's because of her ex-partner that she was with before she met my dad. But I remember she talks about it. It's so funny. My dad's face, whenever he mentions, when she mentions him, it just kills me. But essentially, the person my mum was with before, he was like a football, like one of the lead, like basically like a football captain. I feel like you told me this. Yeah, it was basically like the football captain, right, in in their uni or something like that. And he was very popular. He had loads of girls that was actually very attractive, all that thing. But for me, my mum said the one thing that she cannot stand is a man that you have to second guess where he is. She said that for me is something that she cannot stand. And she took her ground and said, like, I cannot be with someone. And she said, Beatrice, like, don't get me wrong. You might see your dad and say, oh, he's stubborn sometimes in this area and stuff and certain things like that. But when you have certain things, right, where it's like it's a no-go and that person knows that that's not a no-go for you and they respect you. Obviously, there's going to be places where you disagree and disagree there. But if the fundamentals are respected and valued, it's actually something good. And she said, like, like I mentioned, you know, there's conversation that they have that they have that I'm not witness to. So I don't know what the ins and outs are. Um, so I think that's sometimes, you know, a place that we can kind of judge or misjudge our parents' marriage because we don't know the inner conversation that they're having with between each other. Mm. Um, but actually, when I then actually you know, spoke to her and I spoke and I thought about it and I actually looked at it and I said, do you know what, actually, I actually do like my parents' marriage, right? Because I think fundamentally, one thing I know is that with them like you said you can have your ups you can have your downs but I know with them they have a line and I know that's it's it's really weird but they have like a line that they never cross and what even though you know as children yes you should be involved in some of your parents conversations and actually they do try to involve me here and there where I you know I'm kind of like involved in things that I can be involved in but they have their time alone obviously when it's just them two or whatever and they always kind of resolve things and nip things in the bud um and don't get it wrong like it might not be nipped in the bud straight away but they know they're working towards nipping it in the bud um and I looked at it and I said you know what that's actually something that I really aspire because you know like you said Iray, some people the way you know I'm, I'm never someone I'm not someone that says you should stick in a marriage just because you know it's a marriage I feel like if it's not conducive for you if it's not doing anything like if it's making you ill if it's doing anything bad to you like you know, if the person's abusing you, of course, you need to step away. There's no such thing as marriage in those situations, in my opinion. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. And thank you so much to Ire for being our special guest. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now you said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good, man. And this is probably one of the longest ones that we've ever done. So for those of you that have been saying, oh, I've, well, it's long for now. We'll see which one I'm cutting out, which one I'm not. Hello. <laughs> I'm screaming, but um, for those of you who've been saying for ages that you want us to have long podcasts, you better listen to the end. 
because it's you that have been drawing us and dragging us to this point Mm. but anyway yeah we hope you guys enjoyed the episode um as you guys know we drop our episodes every monday so make sure that you're following us on our socials um at bts pod underscore on instagram and twitter um and also let us know what you're thinking using hashtag bts pod on twitter so that we can also hear your points of view um also i heard that on apple Podcasts you can turn on notifications so that when we drop you get an alert which spotify they need to start doing that but um i yeah, thought so they do sure they do on spotify i don't get that oh. oh i don't get that and i have it on hmm. anyway Sham, maybe it's me i'll have a look what so you guys get notifications when the episodes drop i mean i haven't turned that on or maybe i should but <laughs> maybe I have, that, I... For, I have it for michelle obama I don't know it's not working for me um but okay cool apparently spotify have it make sure you turn on your notifications so that you guys never miss an episode or whatever um but yeah i think that's everything thank you guys so much for listening and we'll speak to you guys in our next pod bye bye, bye. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com